This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you by Faxton, Thaxton, Sexton, and Flax, attorneys at lunch. back to here's what i don't get from north to south east to west the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the see you next tuesday podcast network i am your host tad burt and with me today two very special guests from the land of paraguay way down south it's chaco hola mi enchada and from the great swing state of pennsylvania it's uh, tony from hack the movies Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be on a Joel Chaco episode. Joel Chaco is the best host. Really went downhill when mm. he stopped hosting. Mm. Uh, bringing, back, bringing back that old joke from 2017 or whatever it was. Hold that. What's that? Uh, Tony, it looks like your connection's maybe breaking up. Oh, Tony can't be here this week. Uh, I think I was literally the first time I hosted it was when uh, what's his face used to be like, Joel, bring Joel Chaco back. And the first time I hosted, I was like, Joel Chaco, where are you? So uh, we're doing busy, a uh, uprooting. Go ahead. Anyways, <clears throat> we're doing our first host crossover episode. We've got two. We got three hosts on this episode instead of the the no- new normal of two. Uh, so we're basically we're kind of. What I'm doing is I am allowing the host to intermingle and coalesce so that when the inevitable week comes sometime in the next year, because I can just feel it. I can feel it like by <laughs> Phil Collins. It's going to be, there's going to be too much going on. It's going to, I'm going to go like, I can't record this week. You guys figure it out. So that's what we're doing. Uh, you better be also, careful because, uh, I think the first time Carl let someone do that, they ended up talking about a pedophile podcast on his show. You better be yeah. careful who you leave well, the show to. There, there are rules. Like we're, we don't talk about uh, pedophiles. Uh, <laughs> the only, the only Italian YouTuber we allowed we're allowed to speak about is Tony. Um, <laughs> there's a couple other rules. Nobody over 400 pounds. <laughs> You know so what I love anyway. about this though is is that uh, just before we came on here, I figured out that like through our signal group, this whole time I've been talking to Tony, and I thought I was talking to Tim, and so <laughs> <laughs> I wasted a perfectly good opportunity to just like be bombarding this poor fellow with just like you know <laughs> aggressive anti-Italian humor. Instead, uh, you were just <laughs> nice to me. God forbid. I I God know. Forbid. I know. It was <laughs> it was unfair. It, it you know because it was a missed opportunity and uh, you know and and uh, and I wasn't prepared. I, I even tried getting the chat AI thing uh, that uh, that's all the rage right now. I tried to get that to write some Italian jokes for me in the pinch, and and none of them were funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm just really glad to actually get a chance to meet Tony on this thing because it's funny because yeah. like when in between episodes, you, you get these completely different feels of every uh, episode uh, by based on the guests and stuff like that. Mm. And 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 every time I'm listening to him, I'm like I can't wait till I get a chance to have a a, a good Tony <laughs> episode. So here we go, <laughs> off and running. And of course, I you also, pick one episode where I'm like sick as hell. So good, good yeah, job. <laughs> that happens. I also want to address a thing. So we've been using stream elements to yep. uh, to accept tips because we're not eligible for super chats because of our 
hot edgelord takes. So streamelements.com forward slash SE dash one five two six six four six slash tip. And there's a bot that like monitors the chat. And I thought the bot would be like, here's this super chat that you got. The bot doesn't do that. Like we do see the chats, but it doesn't identify them as super chat. So Soberum, the last two weeks has tipped us $3 and 33 cents. And like <laughs> his, his comments got posted, but we didn't actually like realized that he was super chatting us. So thank you to sober him. Appreciate it. Oh, what did he say? Can we answer his stuff now? I mean, he, he deserves it. Doesn't, don't you think? I mean, the first week he said, does this thing work? And then clearly the not. Week said, <laughs> yeah. Last week he said, nice to see Tim back and jazz is largely for homosexuals and rich white women that pretend to like music, but listen to Katy Perry. Okay. <laughs> I take, I take Wrong, personal offense okay. to that because I sat at work yesterday just listening to jazz and drafting. It was, it was very relaxing. What's you the know, backing track? What's your jazz? Relaxing, yeah. though. What's my what's jazz? I love, jazz? I love uh, jazz covers of, of pop music that's instrumental. It's like a very, ah. very specific niche because you listen to it and it's like, ah, that's creep. That's Radiohead by Creep. That's Creep oh. by Radiohead. Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. I like those. But, but then, but it's not actually like they, they mix stuff up. So yeah. uh, that's what I like to listen to. If not that, like I, all the classics, Miles Davis. Yesterday, um, I couldn't find a good station to listen to covers. So I just listened to um, Mood Indigo, the best of uh, Duke Ellington. And I Duke Ellington is my, is my number one. And yeah. uh, my, my number two, well, I, everybody loves Miles Davis and kind of blue is an Miles Davis. album. But Charles Mingus was always my favorite. And it's and it's always like such a far left turn to go to Charles Mingus because he's kind of all over the place, um, like Haitian fight song and, and, and stuff like that. But I mean, at the at the same time, no, you can't go wrong with Duke Ellington. So any of you listeners who maybe uh, like our little <laughs> the guy who tipped us, um, you know, maybe give it a chance, man. Go back and try to find some like really good Duke Ellington because like, man. That is so. That is some great work music, by the way. Yeah, fantastic it is. work. Music. No biting. What the fuck, dude? Uh, so I like this belly. The cat cam turned into a belly cam. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how fat I am. Uh, so anyway, you know what was not relaxing though was today. Um, we had like today was my last day of work for the year, which is mm. uh, something that doesn't usually happen. You usually my last day of work is like the twenty eighth or 29th. So. Um, we went to like a staff lunch and had a, had a nice time that went way longer than I thought. And then I was like, I need to hit the grocery store for some, some supplies so that I can just sit at home and enjoy not doing anything for two weeks. Mm. And, uh, what I did not think of when I got to the grocery store was that we're about to have like this, Oh my God, the end of the world is coming. It's going to snow and ice and everyone's going to die weather going on. And so everyone in the store just has carts piled with shit. They're all just the line literally. So you have like the self check outside, then you have the non self check outside. The non self check outside went all the way past all of the stalls and all the way up to the back of the store and then hooked around again. Jesus. And so I'm like, I'm walking down that line. And I'm like, oh, this is not fucking happening. I walk over to the self check outside. There's a line to get into like the self checkout stall. And then for whatever reason, they have three self checkouts outside of that stall by themselves. There's nothing that separates them from those other self-checkouts, and there is no line at those. So I was just, I'm about to get in the line. I see these self-checkouts over here, and I'm like, there's a lady standing there. And I say, can I just use these? She goes, yeah, I don't know why those people aren't going to that. <laughs> Bring up all my shit and got out in about 10 seconds. It was fucking, I, I was so worried that I was going to be standing there for two hours, and I forgot my headphones. And uh, fortunately you know, not. 
Did we just lose Joel? Yeah, I think uh, I think the UN finally like got to him. <laughs> kind of took him out. Shame. <laughs> Look, he just disappeared. What if he comes back and like the room's on fire and shit? <laughs> comes back and he's just like firing automatic weapon fire off screen. <laughs> so here's what I don't get. The globalists, we gotta stop. When they throw a coup in your town. Um What about yeah, you, you know, Tony? This, what do you have, huh? have going on this week? Uh well, you know, I put out that uh die hard short. Yeah. Uh, because every year everyone has the debate. Is it a Christmas movie? Yes. Is Die Hard a Christmas? And of course it is, but everyone still wants to debate anyway. So we came up with a short idea where we just made Die Hard the most Christmassy movie of all time. He's fighting the Grinch and the Wet Bandits and Jack Skellington, Cindy Lou Who is there, Frosty the Snowman is there. We made it as Christmassy as we possibly could. And we worked really hard on it. We had the benefit of having a building under construction. So we were able to like imitate a lot of the imagery and whatnot. And then I put it out. I'm like, oh, my hard work. And then I fire up YouTube analytics and it goes fewer of your regular audience wants to watch this. And I went, I'm going to I'm going to fucking off myself in Minecraft. Uh, (laughs) So that was fun. And then if like as I'm processing that trauma tab, Henry Cavill got fired as Superman again. What am I going to do? What a bummer. What am I going to do? He's fired again. Was he fired before from being Superman? Well, they never outright said it, but it was basically like, yeah, you're probably not coming back. And then The Rock was like, I'm making Black Adam. I get what I want. Get me Superman. Then Black Adam failed. So a month later, they're like, Henry, you're out of Superman. (laughs) After he announced his comeback and left the Netflix show that he was on and posted the picture of him in the Superman suit, he's like, we're here to rebuild. And then James Gunn is like, nah, buddy, you're out. (laughs) Goodbye. I think he was going to leave the the Witcher anyway because it seemed I've, like he was going to. I don't. What watch I've it, heard, but, the yeah. writers are all like, "We hate comic books," and Henry Cavill was like, "I really like these, or not? I hate video games. Like, I really yeah. like these video games. I, I want to make this show correctly and like yeah. honor the source material." And they're all like, "What the fuck? What's the matter with you? You play video games, you fucking loser!" So, so uh, instead, he's like, "Fine, I'm going to go back and be Superman with the Rock." And then they were like, "Nope." I want to, Tim brought this in, um, I don't know, several months ago about how, so I saw this funny graphic that it was like all of the people in the Justice League yeah. and the ones who still have movies coming out are in color and everyone else is, is grayed out. And it was like Wonder Woman 3 canceled because <laughs> 2 was a, was a bomb. Uh, <laughs> Superman canceled because whatever. Yeah. Uh, ben Affleck gonna, likely going to direct a movie, but no longer going to be Batman. Yeah. Uh, and it just like went through the thing. And then it's like Ezra Miller, the Flash movie is still coming out. Like, fucking why? Why? Why is that movie still on the slate? Right now, it's just Aquaman and the Flash and Shazam, I guess. That's all that's mm. left. I think they might do a third Wonder Woman. I think the thing was they just turned down their pitch. Which is good because it's Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns again who did the last one, so their pitch probably should be turned down. I don't know if it's officially canceled, but now people who are like I don't get the people who are upset. It's like just watch other movies, like the Snyder people. Yeah, it's like look, I love DC Comics. I love DC. It's like my favorite universe. Uh, I got burnout. I'm I just watch other movies now. I still haven't watched Black Adam. It's on HBO Max. I haven't gotten around to it. My grandmother said it was okay, and I believe everything she said. So. <laughs> Uh, I yeah, I have no interest in seeing it. I no. saw there's there's a trailer out for uh, Christopher Nolan's new movie Oppenheimer. Yes, 
I didn't even bother to watch the trailer. Tenet was so bad that like it's really soured me to watching anything that he's made. Yeah, I was a little let down by Dunkirk and Tenet was bad, but uh, I'm optimistic for Oppenheimer. D- Dunkirk was forgettable. Yes, that uh, that was the thing. Like I I'm and I remember enjoying it in the movie theater. Same. I've after- never had a. I've I never had a desire to see it back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I'm planning an episode because uh, Oppenheimer comes out the same day as Barbie. So I'm thinking of doing an episode <laughs> where uh, that girl on my show, Casey, sees Barbie and I see Oppenheimer. We just tell each other about the other movie. About the other movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll catch it when it's like free on Amazon Prime, but I'm not. Tenet. Yeah. Tenet, I, I, I didn't see it in theaters because I really yeah. wasn't interested in going to a movie theater ever again. But I bought it on 4K yeah. Blu-ray at like full yeah. price, $30 or something. Oof. I was like, it's Christopher Nolan. Going to be great. Um, I would have watched on HBO Max before you did that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so, but no, that was the thing. Like, it's a, it's a certain deal. It's Christopher Nolan. It's not. This is not like a joke. Uh, this is not like someone who maybe it's yeah. good, maybe it's bad. This is like an auteur, the auteur of our time. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched that movie, and we watched it with Truckin' and Tuckin'. Tim and I watched it together. We made it like halfway through the movie, and it was just like we got a. We gotta fucking pull the shoot on this like that pilot out of that F thirty five. Just, just we gotta get out of here. And then, I, and then I watched the rest of it a couple of days later, and I was like, yeah, that movie did not get any better. And I and Tim was like, well, maybe I'll watch the rest of it at some point. So I gave him my copy of Tenant, and I still think it's been more than a year. I don't think he's watched any of it. All right, Joel's back. Yeah, man, it's like uh, I, I, it's like it's 2022 all over again. <laughs> Joel Taco's back. Um, start with the 2017 joke. Sorry about that. My uh, somebody at this time of year down here, where you guys are, it's really cold. Yeah. Right now, it's really hot down here. And what ended up happening is too many people had too many air conditioning units and too many things on in the house. Flip the breaker. And it took us a little while because, like, you never quite know if it's if it's our fault or if it's the you know yeah. Paraguayan power company's fault, like in previous episodes. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> we're all back. And if I go away again, uh, I apologize in advance. But it looks like we've got it. We're just going to assume you're dead every time. This is the cost of prayer. <laughs> that is a threat. <laughs> this is the cost of living outside of the uh, the system. Uh, until <laughs> until I get my solar panels, I guess, and and maybe figure out some sort of hydro scenario or something like nah, that. Joel, that'll um, never work. The sun's I, not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a projection on the dome, man. Come on. Obviously, how do you not <laughs> you know, know this? <laughs> what you drinking tonight, there, Tap? Did I miss you talking about what you're drinking? No, I'm drinking a Y. It's a Japanese whiskey, a Mars whiskey. It's it's great. Um, it's it's perfect straight just as it is such a great whiskey I'm, I'm drinking tea so my freaking sinuses will open up and i can breathe and that's what i'm <laughs> drinking tony i'm glad you mentioned sinuses do you sleep with a humidifier uh i haven't set my humidifier up but i do have one i set my humidifier up this past week and uh, thanks for reminding me i have it i should set that up <laughs> Yeah, man, it's like it's improved my life so much. But I found these little these Vicks tablets that you throw in the bottom of the floor. Oh, yeah. So on days that I wake up extra stuffed up, you throw them on the shower floor. They dissolve and they like with the steam of the shower. And it's like it's like taking a a drain snake to your head. Just like I'm there in the shower, just like. 
But I get out of the shower and I'm totally clear. It's great. You should try those. I got to get those. (laughs) This week's episode is brought to you by Vicks. What did I miss while I was gone real quick? Oh, we were just talking (laughs) about what we're up to. It was stupid. Uh, (laughs) All right. What do you have going on in Paraguay? And then we'll jump into some issues. Yeah. What have I got going on in Paraguay? Let's see. Um, I've been, I've been dead. Well, see, uh, Tony's the one sick this time. And the last time I was on with you and Buck, I, you guys were drinking and I couldn't drink because I was having major stomach issues. And so I have learned uh, how to be patient with the Paraguayan healthcare. Uh, and even though, even though it's great, I'm not knocking Paraguayan healthcare at all. Cause I come from the land of Canada where healthcare now is basically just like, do you want to kill yourself? I, mean, I, that. I, pay for you to kill yourself. I thought that was over exaggerated, but apparently <laughs> but it's, it's like, like totally no. true. <laughs> no, it's totally true. They go to you, Tony. They'd be like, um, but, Oh, you're a little stuffed up. Uh, we're not allowed to have guns here, but you can have this one if you really want it. Like, oh. <laughs> and then, then and then for, for you tab, they would be like, uh, they'd be like, okay, we're, they'd sub out your Vicks your Vicks drop and just put in some sort of high, you know, <laughs> hydrogen, hydrogen cyanide uh, yeah. or something. <laughs> Here, uh, take this can of but, Cyclone uh, B and sit it next to your bed. And the next morning <laughs> you feel great. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I learned the hard way uh, that uh, like, it's funny to like even complain about it. Cause like I had to go see like a gastroenterologist to kind of, you know, figure out what's going on down here. And um, that works both ways back in Canada. It's going on. That would be an here. 18 month minimum. <laughs> wait but here i was like all bitching about it, like oh, i gotta wait like 12 days like, it's like, you know? <laughs> and it's like and then it, it, what's so funny too is like you're asking them you're like what's it gonna cost and like oh it's it's caro it's caro like you know like, what, what's caro like how, how bad is it and like they're like it's gonna cost you like at least like Three hundred thousand guaranis, and I'm like, that's like sixty dollars. <laughs> that's like nothing at all. <laughs> like, okay, I'll, I'll go. And so, uh, yeah, no, but uh, uh, we're back up and running, tip top. And tonight, I am drinking eighteen hundred anejo tequila Ooh. for this episode. So Ooh. I'm making up for lost time because last time we were dry, just like Tony. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> someone's that's that's like a new rule now. If there's a three person episode, someone has to be sick. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, let's hop into some fish. Issues. Are doing good? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. fish, we yeah, gotta get fish. Fish, fish are doing good. Did I did I mention though the last time I was on that we we now have we have chickens and ducks now too? Yeah. You got a farm down yeah, there? Yeah, the got, yeah. I literally have a farm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like we got the we got the we got these um, we got these chickens we got uh, ducks. Um, where, you know, like built them a little pond so they can splash around and, you know, do cute little duck things. And, uh, the next order of business in the new year, we'll be getting chanchos. We'll be getting, uh, some pigs and, uh, some water buffalo. Yeah. So that's the, well, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to give you updates once we get the, uh, the, the other creatures into the, uh, into the mix. Are you going to slaughter uh, a yeah, pig that's the update with from a down uh, machete here. again? <laughs> nice memory. Uh, we, we have, uh, that pig in the past, the one that I did kill <laughs> was named Ernesto. And so what we have decided is that every single pig that we have on our property is going to be named after a communist. Oh of some sort. Ah, that's amazing. Oh, do, you, do you post pictures so. of you slaughtering the animals? I have not done that. I know I people do that. It's like, <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, Tony's dating app update, I feel like that's going to be a thing. Uh, look, it's okay. fine if you hunt. Like, I understand that. Like, put that in your profile. But then I see chicks, like, 
cutting a deer's throat open and i'm just like i really like maybe don't put that on like your dating profile like let, 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 i'm fine if you do it i just don't want to see it it's kind of weird that's wife material yeah. tony that's that fine great. wife material it's fine <laughs> you know, it's like, oh that girl's cute that's a nice bathing suit oh she's ripping open a deer okay <laughs> but then you know like if you mess around she will fucking kill you <laughs> yeah yeah that, so it's scary and then i swipe anyway you also know that if shit hits the fan <laughs> that like she'll 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 provide yeah. you know so Did you guys see the girl who uh, just killed a dog and thought it was like a uh, wolf pup oh, Did you see that that was that was disturbing yeah <laughs> i didn't see that just posting the it's picture like a husky like, dog, look how cool yeah. i am it's like oh my god oh no <laughs> anyway now that we're on that good note now, issues, now that we're all issues, sad yeah, now that issues. we're all sad <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we decided, Chaco, you're going first. That's right. Here's what I don't get. Xmas. Now, not not Christmas, but Xmas. And I did a little research on this before this. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into the weeds on the research on this, because, like, technically, they're like, there's all these little things that say, well, technically... The, the Xmas is, is for a chai, which is a Greek uh, version of shortening Christ's name in it. But no, no, no. I'm not about that at all. Okay. By okay. <clears throat> Xmas is the part about Christmas that Tab thinks he hates. I do. And no, so I don't who, think that I hate it. I do hate it. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. So what you hate is not Christmas. What you hate is Xmas. Okay. And and so what I mean by this is, see, the thing about Xmas is when I think of Xmas, I think of a department store window mm-hmm. that doesn't have enough paint or doesn't have enough window space to put the full word Christmas up in the window. So what they do is they go Xmas. Well, this is back when they actually had <laughs> some reference to Christmas, yeah. at, you know, not just holidays, but the idea that you can just put an X in the place of Christ totally negates the whole purpose of what Christmas is for and about. And I understand what you've said in the past about the thing that you don't like the commercialism, you don't like the songs, don't like any of the stuff creeping into October and, 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 and horning in on, on, on Halloween's business and Thanksgiving. And, and like I know like Canada, and, Canada doesn't have Thanksgiving in November. Yours is in October, right? That's right. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Our, we have ours in October. So like our Thanksgiving is there in, in thing in uh, November. And it was originally like Abraham Lincoln. It was supposed to be a day of a national day of prayer and Thanksgiving. Then it slowly became a day Sounds of awesome. Thanksgiving. And then, like mm. the meaning of Thanksgiving has been also completely destroyed by corporatocracy totally. to yeah. be about. And so like, I, well, it's, it's more than that. It's more than that. Also, also um, I will say this, like we, we, we don't really have any definitive data that Christ was literate. So he might've signed his name with an X. <laughs> we absolutely know that he was literate because in the Bible, he was actually reading the God, reading the, uh, the scriptures and it pissed off the Pharisees and it pissed off the Jews. Well, maybe because he was, he was reading them all wrong. And they're like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. That's, Tony, you're you're Italian. You're supposed to be Catholic and on my side. Hang on, right? So, so, so what I'm trying to say is, I can just see like Jesus being like, and then God said, uh, 
do this and that and that. The, 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 the rabbis are like, that's oh, not what that like, like, says. And then I said, because I, yeah, anyway. So the God's point my is, dad. is that you're going to question me. Well, <laughs> dad, I don't know if you can question you. So the point is, the point is, is that Christmas is supposed to, is the, the, the word Christmas comes from Christ mm-hmm. mass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, so we have the mass on Christmas and, and it's been completely and totally watered down. And I, and it's funny because one of the things that, that I've caught myself doing in the last few years is like being nostalgic and trying to go back and watching like retro commercials from like the eighties of like Christmas commercials from like Sprite or like Coca-Cola, Oreo cookies yeah. or like Duracell and stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh man, I remember when I was a kid and you'd be like watching, you know, TV. Cause like nobody had any way of like recording anything without like setting a timer on a yeah. VCR and, and, and you'd, you'd watch the commercials and, and it was like, it got you into the, it got you into the spirit. It made you feel good. You know, I was like, and, and, I don't remember when I was a kid it taking over October, and I certainly don't remember it in November. No, but it's somewhere in my like teens. When it's yeah, it's, take when over. Like, I, was, I not, kid, was I not aware of it, or was it always there? When I was a kid, Christmas started on Thanksgiving. They had the big parade, and the last thing in yep. the in the parade was Santa Claus, and that was, was like Santa. That was him welcoming the okay. Christmas season in, and I was fine with that. Like I didn't hate Christmas at the time, but I would still be fine with that. You know, whatever. Like this year, it would, it would have been uh, November twenty sixth, like or 20, no, November twenty seventh. Here comes Santa. Now it's time for Christmas. Start playing all the music you want. Go for it. I'm totally on board with you. I'm totally on board with you. And I, I've said it before. I believe I've said it on the show. I don't celebrate Christmas until Christmas. Because right now I'm in Advent, right? And Advent's supposed to be like waiting. You're giving me Catholic school flashbacks right now, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm totally psyched. I'm waiting. And like, we don't like, we don't put out the presents. We don't put up like Holly or anything, you know, none of that stuff. We're waiting and waiting. And then like on Christmas Eve, that's when we put the Christmas tree up and we do the decoration. And for like three weeks afterwards, we're like, yeah, man, Christmas is awesome. And we like totally suck, you know, like just totally just, take it all in and just like enjoy it. But like what they have done is taken Christmas and like, I'm not even a fan of Santa, right? I don't, I don't like Santa. I don't like, the I don't like the first episode co- that they, Mad Cooks was on episode four. You and Buck both brought in collectively about like Santa being for kids as your issues. I like how he just like numbered that one off. Like, like <laughs> didn't have to look. Very, There's no way very, you were looking very that up. autistic. No, I wasn't looking yeah. it up. Yeah, as I get older, the whole Santa thing is weird to me. And I'm like, yeah, oh, it's awful. It's, it's kind of stupid. Well, it's funny. Do you know what drives me crazy? I, uh, I talked about this last week on the show is like the movies where, where adults discovered that Santa exists again, like that whole genre of film. <laughs> yeah. Because and, and like, those whole how movies. Did the, how did the pe- presents get there? How did they get there? Yeah. <laughs> why do why do some kids not get presents when there is a confirmed Santa? It's weird. Like if I woke up in my uh, house man. and there was random stuff in here, I'd be like, what the who is in my house? I'd be like looking at the cameras, like, what the hell is happening? The the best example of that one is One Magic Christmas, um, starring oh, what's the lady's name? She's she, uh, Mary Steenburgen, and um, and like she, she doesn't believe in Christmas, and she or she's she she stopped believing in Santa Claus, but then she gets transported to like meet Santa Claus and all this kind of stuff like that, and it's like. <laughs> And it's like, it's true. Like she's like giving her husband a hard time. Cause like, they're like really poor. And, 
and and he's like, well, you know, like, I mean, surely, like, you know, uh, we, there's going to be more presents for the kids, right? And she's like, where do you think it's going to come from? He's like, well, it's, it's Santa. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like by the end, yes. I mean, great movie. I mean, I'm not knocking on the movie, but um, my point about yeah, I did knock on on Santa Claus, and actually, we used Santa Claus himself to undo my son's belief in Santa Claus like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as a, as a Catholic, we were like, okay, you know, like we were going through this whole thing of like <clears throat> talking about the saints mm-hmm. and, and, and people that existed and how we pray for the intercession of the saints. And some of those saints can, can help you out in different parts of your life and marching. stuff like that. Well, St. Nicholas, don't it was <laughs> St. Nicholas was a real person and, and, and he really existed and he really did give some gifts to some people. And so that spirit of him has kept going on. And then like, you could just see it when we were explaining it to him, like giving in his eyes kind of going back and he's like, wait a minute, hang on, wait, wait, wait. And then he blurted out. He's like, you mean Santa Claus isn't real? <laughs> and like, and it sucked. Cause like I got a six year old <laughs> and, and a six, my six year old daughter, she, um, still believes. And now it's caused this like major logistical problem for us because we, we have to drive two hours to go to the mass mm-hmm. and two hours to come home. And we didn't want to go to the midnight mass this year. Cause we're like, how do we pull off the Santa Claus gimmick? You know, oh. like, if, if, like we're getting back like super duper early. Like I will never be able to pull this off. So we're not going to midnight mass. We're going to go to a mass on the actual Christmas mm-hmm. day. Um, but the, the, the thing is, is that like Santa Claus is, definitely a culprit for, for, for what is wrong with Christmas, Mm. um, Christmas songs. And I've, you know, I've gone down to this, this rabbit hole a few times. So a lot of the most secular Christmas songs that, you know, uh, weren't really written (laughs) by people who celebrate Christmas, if you know what I'm saying. And, um, and, and, and I, I really think about that a lot of times because I'm like, wow, how weird would it be if you just decided, Hey, I'm going to write a, a, a song for a completely other different religion and, and make the song have nothing to do with their religious holiday whatsoever. And then throw it back in their faces after there's a whole bunch of those songs and be like, you know, you guys are really commercial and uh, <laughs> you, you, you don't really treat your religious holiday very well. Like it's, it's really annoying to me to, to find the, you know, like all of the, like when you bring up about Christmas movies and most of them do suck, my favorite of all time is it's a wonderful life, but like, don't even fucking start. That is, that's one of my, Top three favorite movies. I have something to say about Christmas movies. Movies. It's a boring, miserable movie starring Jimmy. You're a fucking no, no. The best version of the best version of. And I wear it proudly. No, the best version of it's a wonderful life is the Married with Children episode. No, it's not that episode. It's the episode of Batman the Animated Series. No, no, no. It's version of that story like he sees his life and it's like his family's super happy and successful (laughs) no so 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 to end my rant to end my rant about this uh my main thing about it is is that most of the complaints about christmas have nothing to fucking do with the actual christmas and that bugs me because the thing is is that it's like it's like it's a just a giant straw man 
And, and so basically all that people are doing is they're attacking the thing that Christmas isn't, but what they are attacking is what Xmas is. And so that's why I don't like Xmas. I love Christmas. And I'm yeah. going to be starting that celebration on December 25th, yeah. the day that Jesus was really born. <laughs> I, I get into arguments and that's my all issue. the time. So we, when you were away, we were talking about the whole diehard argument. And people are like, what is, what isn't a Christmas movie? And I always go down. Right. I always just go down to like, is the movie about the birth of Jesus? And they're like, no, I'm like, then I guess it's not a Christmas movie. So like, <laughs> Like, I don't understand. That's what I say to my kids. I don't understand what what the distinction of a Christmas movie is. I'm like, well, if it's literally not about this, then they all can't be Christmas movies. (laughs) The nativity movie. That's that's what I say to my kids. I say to my kids all the time. I'm like, they'll they'll be talking about some Christmas movie. And I was like, oh, awesome. How was it? Was it a good Christmas movie? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, hey, tell me, like, what was the best part about when they told you about, like, the birth (laughs) of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And they're like, oh, they didn't. And I'm like, they don't, they don't mention that in the movie Elf. Oh, weird. What was that? So, <laughs> so my, like, um, I don't know why you're discriminating against uh, masses that have mutant powers. I kind of feel like that's a racist thing you've said. <laughs> uh, no, my, my problem with Xmas, as you put it, is that, uh, so I know like we, we have this debate privately and, Joel, you and I are not normal people. Like, we just have to accept it. We're not. You we're seem not. so well adjusted. Like, I, don't, I don't know. We're. We are. You and I are like very much men that are driven by our convictions. So when we believe something, we believe it completely, barring out like mm-hmm. confirmation of of actual factual evidence. Right. So. Right. So when when you're like, I love Christmas and I celebrate Christmas, you know. That you are not the majority. I think the majority of people today celebrate this Xmas, as you put it. But what's worse is that the corporate overlords have like they killed your holiday twenty years ago. No, they didn't. It, no, that, they, they killed. They they and built they, a straw man and they killed the straw man. No, no, they killed. My, holiday. they my killed, holiday's strong. They killed your holiday and and for for the ninety nine percent. Okay, they killed it for them, and they carefully cut its flesh off and then they took their little Xmas holiday and they <laughs> slipped that religious uh, flesh over it and then they sewed it up real nice and they're like they're, and so that when people like me say I hate Christmas for I hate the music, I hate the commercialization of it and I hate the fact that like it, it has spilled well past its intended season and those are valid points. You can you totally valid you points. can look at that and go like, ah, he means Xmas. I understand, but most yeah. people just go like, yeah. he's attacking my holiday, and don't actually <laughs> listen to the point that's being made. And they take up yes. arms for their like for their false idol that's in that's behind it's, them, and they go like, you sh- this is my holiday that I love. They need to have their trees out in fucking October for some reason. You fucking Grinch, and they like chase me down when really they should be behind me to kill the golem that has stolen the meaning of their religious function to restore honor to the thing they truly believe in. Why why is Mariah Carey getting played in November? Why? Why? Because she's wearing the skin of your religious thing and shaking her fat ass out there in front of it. And I you're like, like just that's Jesus's ass. That's Jesus's I, baby ass on that she's shaking. I really feel like it's Hang just on. boomers who grew up like right when Christmas was being super commercialized. So they want to just boomers though. They're nostalgic it, for it's not just boomers. They're nostalgic for the the Coca Cola ads and the Rankin and Bass stuff. 
because that's what it's, they grew yeah, up. I, with. I hear you on that. Yeah. But it's like it's like what I'm when I was growing up, it was like a Christmas tradition. At some point during the Christmas season, we would watch It's a Wonderful Life. At some point during the Christmas season, we would watch White Christmas. I watched White Christmas again. No mention of Christ. The main songs written by a person who definitely does not celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And um and 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 it's weird to me all the time when like once what it's kind of like this big awakening where you go, holy crap, like this whole time, this whole time, there's been this attack on like arguably the second biggest religious holiday in, in my, in my faith. Right. Like, I mean, cause like Easter is bigger. Don't even get me started on what they did to Easter, but like <laughs> Easter yeah, is also been completely like, bastardized. Yeah. It's about nothing. <laughs> Right. But what, what I'm, what is kind of cool about this and what I want to leave this issue on is for any of our listeners who are Christians, who are Christians to take it back, take it back and, 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 and do it right and focus on the right parts of it. And, 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 and stop letting them play like, the fucking music in November. That's all I ask. I just want some fucking peace and quiet. Now, you, gotta, you, you gotta play it? along with all the stupid shit. Cause some other kids in your kids classroom, might believe in Santa and you can't ruin it for them. It's weird. That's what I feel like. You get photos. What's weird to me too is like, there's like other religious holidays. Like there's this like Indian holiday where like, you know, people throw like paint dust and stuff on each other. Oh, and like, right. And then like when like non Indian people like go travel to find themselves in India and then like post a picture of themselves taking part of that. A bunch of people will like attack them online, yeah. like on social media, be like, how dare you? How dare you? Uh, <laughs> like that is our holiday and all this kind of stuff. Nobody fucking does that for, for, for Christians. Nobody does that for Christmas. And I know a lot of non-Christians that celebrate Christmas mm. and they, or what, or Xmas, they are celebrating Xmas because really it's like, Oh, but our kids, you know, they go to school with kids who get presents. And so we need to have something that gives them. No, you fucking don't. Yeah. It's not even about the presents. It's not about the presents. And, I, I, you know, that was I the blame, point of the Grinch. The priests. Yeah. And, and, the, the, and, I, and the, Grinch was, the Grinch is actually good. The Grinch is I, Catholic because yes. he refers to Santa as Satan. <laughs> I, I made the point today about like the so the whole point of the Grinch, right, is that at the end, he's about to put push the the sleigh full of everyone's things off of Mount Strumpet or whatever, whatever it's mm. called. And he, he holds cause he knows that when the people go out in the square, they're going to let out this enormous boo hoo. And that's when he's going to just destroy this, their stuff. And that's going to bring him the joy. And then they don't, they all gather around and they sing that Fahu, whatever nonsensical song that the Susian song. Mm. And they, mm. uh, when they sing, when they sing that, he's like, they literally show like a light forming between them and then like going up into the sky and that induces the Grinch with the, the spirit of Christmas. And that allows his heart to grow three sizes and he saves all the things and brings them back. Right. Do yeah. you believe in the year 2022 that a, a village of people would gather around and be inspired by well, the true meaning of Christmas? Or I'm going to qualify my answer. I'm going to qualify my answer in the Grinch, which is a great, which is a great cartoon. I love, I do. I, love I, I love it too. I love at, at what point of the Grinch 
When, <laughs> at what point of the Grinch do they mention the birth of our Lord and Savior? <laughs> well, like I said, he refers <laughs> to Santa Claus as Saint Nicholas. Sure so I assume they're yes. all Catholic. <laughs> so I love the Grinch. Like uh, whenever he's he's about to push the thing, he's about to push it off, and then I just I turn it yeah. off and pretend it has a happy ending. <laughs> Well, it's funny because you bring up like like who who's going to come around on this kind of thing. And the thing is, is like if if anybody listened to the show in 2016 and early 2017, I was an agnostic, and I I was I was way off. I was not involved in it at all. And late in 2017, that's when I had my reverse, like uh, my reversion. It came back hard. I've gotten to learn like all about the the why why we love Christmas, how to do it right why we love Easter, how to do it right. And I'll tell you, man, it's awesome. And, and, and to anybody who, who, who may have lost that, go find it again. Cause it's freaking awesome. It's awesome. And I love Christmas and I love Halloween too, but for completely different reasons. Than so are you going to bring so, uh, is- so in March, are you going to bring in St. Patty's day versus St. Patrick's day? You know, I've literally <laughs> never seen anyone be like, man, it was real good. St. Patrick got those snakes out of Ireland. They're, I bet if I said that to I, someone and they wouldn't know what I was talking about, they'd be like, where do you get fucking drunk? You're not in, <laughs> Leprechauns, you're not in yeah. my, like, it's like, okay. My, I got this based Catholic signal group, like 80 of us. And like, that's all St. Patrick's Day is. It's like, just like, you know, pictures of bash snakes. And like, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Ireland. Which I think I is yeah, exactly. States, Unfortunately, okay. Ireland has lost its way. But anyways, <laughs> I will be wearing, that's my issue. I will be wearing an orange shirt on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, <laughs> by the way, okay, that's my issue. I I thought I was going to keep it short, but <laughs> yeah, you, I did my best. I, well, I can tell by the, <laughs> the picture of Mary behind you and the crucifix that that one was probably going to go long. <laughs> that's not Mary. I can't tell. That's what not it is. Mary. I can't that, tell what it is. No, that's uh, that's the prophet Joel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the prophet Joel. I, <laughs> so, I just, I think, anyways. I think people should be on my side, taking your, taking your holiday back. And uh, yeah, I, we, well, yeah, we, I mean, we agree. Holiday. We, I, I, we agree basically. Yeah. Uh, it's just that we use Mostly. different terminology. Yeah. And yeah, we just come to a different conclusion at the end of like you, you go, this all sucks. I want nothing to do with it. And I'm like, yeah, this all sucks. It's awesome on the other side if you do it right. And that's, that's where we completely differ. And uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I barely participated either. So I, well, the thing is, the thing is you can celebrate Christmas on your own or in your church or whatever. And it doesn't have to like, it doesn't have to enter my life. Like I can go to the grocery store and you can be like getting your ham for Christmas dinner or whatever. And, and we don't have to have like, there's no, we don't have to know what one another is doing. Whereas I can't go to a store without them just blasting annoying music. I can't. Yeah. Well, now actually well, I want to go to a store in October and not have spooky shit all over it too. So, I mean like, Oh, that barely sort of happens where you're outside of like from. a party store. Well, the problem is now mm, you go to, you go, not really. you go to the store and they have their spooky shit. They have their Halloween stuff up. Yeah. And the employees dressed up like a fucking, they got their, like, they got their costumes on. They, and, and that, that all happens like, in September now because, uh, corporate greed being what it is, they cannot stand to have an empty display shelf for any yeah. period of time because right, they are right. soulless automatons that have like, they just, they slowly, they, my dad, channeling my father, he would say that this is all communism. And what they did was they like <laughs> they slowly, they very slowly, like meticulously over the course of 
of decades, just like Indiana Jones pulled like small little idols and put bags of sand where they go. Totally. And, totally. and over time, yep. and Brilliant. now, and now they go like these bags of sand are the idols. And everyone goes like, yeah, those bags of sand are the idols tabs the enemy. <laughs> and I'm tired of it. I'm fucking tired of it. Ugh. Yeah. And then, all right. So that, can I close the book on Xmas? Can we close yes. the book? Yes. And, and, uh, so that's my issue for this, for this month. <laughs> well, well cool. Joel, you, mi- you missed the beginning. Uh, when I said I, I remade Die Hard, but I made it more Christmassy. I just put out, oh, I put out a short Christmas film thing. where I added in a bunch of Christmas cliches, but I did mention baby Jesus at one point. That makes it a Christmas movie. <laughs> before John McClane jumps. Well, actually, okay. Before John McClane jumps from the building, quick- he says, baby Jesus, if you let me live, I'll never ruin your birthday again. So I threw one, <laughs> I threw one baby Jesus in there to make it super Christmassy. Okay. So, so your next task, your next task <laughs> is to, is to do the same sort of extra Christmasing to, Batman Returns, <laughs> which I believe is also like I think is more Christmassy than Die Hard Probably. by a long shot, <laughs> by a long shot. Um, but uh, but uh, I don't believe that our the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is mentioned at all in that Tim Burton flick. So, anyways, well, all right, uh, that's that's. I'm gonna for a change of pace. I'm gonna go in the middle this week. So Ooh. here's what I don't get: kicking out the ladder. Now, okay. uh, you guys are both movie guys. Have you been following the development of this new Snow White film? N- no, I literally follow no yes, development. sort of. I literally follow no she's- development of any Disney, except I know it's like a black Snow White, which I was like, oh, that's hilarious. No, she's not black. Oh, what is she? She's not black. She's Latina. Oh, that's still she's hilarious. Latina. That's still hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, I oh, go ahead. So my, my, uh, my issue is not so much. I'll mention briefly, right? So Snow White, whose name is Snow White because she's the fairest of them all, the classical definition of being Mm -hmm. fair, being that you are very, Mm -hmm. very, very extremely white. And uh, (laughs) so they made that person ethnically charged. Also in Snow White, it was no longer acceptable that that the princess be rendered unconscious and True Love's first kiss bring her back. So now she's like a warrior woman. And... Like like the, the they they basically were like yeah we're gonna make Snow White but we're gonna take all of the things about Wait. Snow White and just throw them right in the garbage can Wait, and they just already, make a new mo- they already did this didn't they we had a uh, we had movie. two Snow White movies we had Snow White and Huntsman and then like the Witch Queen or something oh yeah because they, they did a Theron. sequel without Snow White because the yeah. real life actress slept with the director and ruined his marriage no uh, no <laughs> which Witch Queen was at the same time as Snow White and the Huntsman and developed by another group. Like they were, they came out the same year as one of those parallel. Oh no 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 no, no 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 no! We're doing it again. The the, the other was one that was like an ant's bug life type thing. No, no, yes. The other one was Mirror Mirror, and Mirror, that was Mirror, more fantastic. They made a sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman though, which was just was about the, like the Huntsman. See, but we already had a I Warrior Snow White, saw, and it sucked. <laughs> like, didn't okay. Like my wife and I were watching. We saw a trailer for a Disney Disney Plus thing where they're doing another Beauty and the Beast, and it's like. I, I never even heard of this her, but it's like H dot E dot R dot and like, it's like a rock and roll type thing. <laughs> and she's a black lady. She's a black lady playing Belle. Wait. And it was supposed to, it came out like last week and, and, and it was supposed to be on Disney plus. And, and I, I said to my wife, I'm like, didn't we just get a Disney remake of, of 
Beauty and the Beast. But then I realized, no, that wasn't just, that was actually when I was still on watching TV. Here's what I don't get yeah. in the first iteration. Cause that was one of my, <laughs> that was one of my, uh, my issues was, uh, boycotting, boycotting, uh, the, that movie. Right. Oh yeah. It's a, it's and, a special uh, with Josh Groh. I think it's just a musical special, but yeah, you're right. Uh, oh, that all it was? Yeah. It wasn't an actual movie? No, it's not an okay. actual movie. See, I don't have Disney Plus, uh, so I, it's not like I could go and check on it. <laughs> do either of you Do either of you have Disney Plus? Do you pay for that? I'm using my, pay for for that. I'm using my ex-girlfriend's account until she changes the password, so <laughs> there you <laughs> go. I heard Andor's good, but that's about it's it. I'll never um, watch another but, Star Wars but show. But please stop derailing my, my issue, sorry, you sorry, assholes. Sorry, sorry. Oh, not like that happened to me. So, <laughs> all right, anyway, go ahead. Snow White, <laughs> right. What is what is the name of Snow White, the original Disney animated film and the fable? What's the name? Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. The Seven Dwarves. And the dwarves are people oh. that are diminutive in scale compared to Snow White. So, of course, when they're casting Snow White and the Seven Dwarves in a modern era, they go to their first, the first dwarf of Hollywood. Fucking what's his name? Uh, he's uh, in Game of Peter Thrones. Dink- Peter, Peter, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. I've been yeah. saving this for an I- episode with Joel because uh, <laughs> Joel, when Joel's on the show, short sleeve Samson brought in short sleeve yeah. Samson, and he gave everyone on the show I've spoken at length an M word pass. Short leaves. <laughs> I've spoken at length with short sleeve Samson about Peter Dinklage, yeah. and and I continue to do so because Peter Dinklage is a huge piece the of shit. murderer, the murderer of of midget like work yeah oh but he <laughs> profited <laughs> off of it so early in his career hardcore he, is hardcore. he kicked out the ladder he kicked oh, out the I ladder where you're going so he there. gets cast in the snow white movie and then he goes to the press and he's just like i think it's unbelievable that we get with the only role we can put midgets in in hollywood as as dwarves in snow white so they go like we're not casting any more dwarves for snow white and wait, wait. basically seven jobs stole he killed seven jobs, seven jobs. <laughs> and, and like, and the thing is like, I remember watching movies as a kid, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's the midget in total recall, the girl, like, I don't know their fucking names. There's the midget that's in, um, Seinfeld, Mickey, who's friends. And, with and if you watch that episode, you would know that it's little Santa. people. Okay. I, could not no, give no I've got no. a pass. Short sleeve Samson. <laughs> Short sleeve Samson gave this show a midget pass. Okay. So I, we can say midget on this show. So like <laughs> these things used to exist. And then as Hollywood became more progressive and more like we have to be nice, like they're willing to do TLC shows like Little People Big World and exploit them. But then now, like the only person you see of that stature that's in film is Peter Dinklage. And then he has the audacity to go and be like, yeah, let's make it to where nobody like me can ever work ever again. And I, I can't fucking stand it anymore. I cannot stand like you people sabotaging really the industry against people. They should be like, if we're supposed to identify with each other as I, someone who looks like me, shouldn't you want there to be a bunch of jobs? Like, yeah, let's get a bunch of talented midget actors onto this movie and then use my power as also a talented midget actor to spread them around Hollywood. Yeah. Well, well, here's the, here's just to the be thing. clear, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't think they were going to use actual like little people. I thought it was going to be like, like that Snow White and the Huntsman. They did the Hobbit thing where they got like normal sized people and people, like shrunk yeah. them down. So he could have been nah. like, Hey, well, how about we hire actual little people? And he could have gotten seven people a job instead, the- which they were. I don't think they ever were going to pick actual little people for the role instead. Uh, they should have. Huh? 
They should have. They should have, but I don't think they were ever going to. And now because of him, they never will. They never will. So, 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 um, back in, I guess it would have been too late 2016, early 2017, when I went on tour with, uh, short sleeve Samson, um, and, and his group. So I was like, I was a manager on the trip and I was also the the driver of the truck because we had to have like a, we had a trailer and we had a RV and we were going from town to town and doing these shows. I had long, long bouts of time to ask him about the ins and outs about politicking in Hollywood, getting these roles and all this kind of stuff. And I also learned about little people and the differentiations between them because on our roster, we had all types of different shapes and sizes of people that were performing on the shows. And I learned that there is a legitimate thing called a dwarf. There's dwarfism and dwarfism. They look different and are different. There's a different reason for the cause of their short stature and, and dwarfs are a thing. And, and so the thing is, is like, I mean, cause we've like, homogenized like them. they'll have, what's that? Sorry? We've homogenized them. We've been like, Oh, you're just small. You're basically all the same thing to us. Yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, like there's different kind of, uh, I, I'm not trying to get us kicked off of YouTube, but um, there are different kinds of little people out there. Like, I mean, like, and you can tell like, like, for example, if you go to the horse racetrack, right. And you meet a jockey, Mm-hmm. That is that is like a specific type of of genetics. My uncle's a jockey that goes into becoming. What's that? My type? uncle's a, was a legit jockey. He was like real. He's really small. He's probably like four foot nine yeah. or four foot ten. He's right? a tiny. Like, he yeah. was a really but, tiny, skinny dude. But the thing about a jockey is that they they that a lot of times what it is is that they have a condition when when they're a kid that doesn't allow for them to grow at the same rate as everybody else. But like a dwarf has like different like size limbs, Mm -hmm. but like the regular size torso and the regular size uh, head. And, and so it's a whole different mechanism that causes the, 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 the stature. And so the thing is, is that like, what's frustrating to look at is like, it's so snow white and the seven dwarfs. Well, in that time period, like if there were dwarfs that would find each other and work together and all that kind of stuff, there's nothing wrong with that. No. There's literally nothing wrong with casting seven actual but again, dwarfs but again, to play the seven dwarfs. They're not like it's their, the the story. What? They're not like dwarves. Like they're like the fairy tale dwarves, like Gimli and shit like that. They're not meant to be actual little people <laughs> in those stories. My 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 problem my problem is not like the interpret and actually that's a lot of good information. But my problem is not like the interpretation of the word. It's not it's not it's that I comedians do this. Like people like Dane Cook and Daniel Tosh and uh, Lewis Black will make their name as a comedian on the most offensive jokes, the yep. most like irreverent style of humor that they can find, and then. They get to the level of no notoriety that they can't surpass. And then they start, then, then some young and up and comer like Ryan long, for example, he's, I don't think he's been canceled yet, but he comes Ryan along and, hilarious. They, and they go like, you're, 
You can't tell those kinds of jokes. Like you got famous making these types of jokes. The we talked we were talking about before the show about how did this get made? And those those people, like their show was irreverent. It was offensive. And then they've like flipped the script and turned their whole show to being about like we have to address system address systematic injustices and we have to help now, you know marginalized communities and all this stuff. And it's like that is not what your position is. Your position like the there is this idea. Of a, uh, that wealth, that notoriety, that fame is a zero sum game. I can only become successful at the expense of you failing. And mm -hmm. I don't believe that that's the case in anything. I think that the rising tide lifts all ships, that the more dwarves we put in film, the more like normal it becomes. And then you don't have uh, a person staring at someone weirdly in the, in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm so tired. I like, I'm so tired of obviously seeing it with, as in the case with Peter Dinklage here. Yeah. And then everybody's just kind of like, okay, I still like Peter Dinklage as being in things as opposed to being like, uh, fuck that guy. I don't want to see that project because he's fucking in it because he's a piece of shit that has to. He got so popular f for being those roles. Yeah. He was in elf. Yeah. He's actually in a movie called living in oblivion. And it's actually really funny. Because it's about a, it's a movie about Steve Buscemi making a movie, and there's a dream sequence that involves a dwarf. And I think they were making fun of David Lynch because at one point Peter Dinklage is like, "Why is the character having a dream about a dwarf? I don't dream about dwarves. I'm a dwarf." <laughs> but yeah, and again, tiptoe. <laughs> he was in like the most offensive little people movie of all time, tiptoes. And here he is being like, "Well, this is what you can and can't do." N never once do I ever see him be like, "Look, I did a lot of offensive roles." Unless he has, and I'll retract it. But I don't think he has. And it's like this is my way well, of see, making up for it. I know, I know, I know. Tab hates westerns, yeah. um, but. Uh, if if Hollywood were ever to try <laughs> and remake the Terror of Tiny Town, which was a, a, a western that was made <laughs> Jim entirely Tuckett, Tuckett and I watched that movie the, once. Uh, okay. That was that shit was wild. Uh, there's a scene yeah. where the like the main guy gets off his horse and then walks under a post and rail fence. It's it's amazing. <laughs> yes, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Apex, looking up images. Of of, oh, this looks great. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, you absolutely have oh, to watch fantastic. this film. And no, they're on uh, miniature horses? Yeah. Oh, oh, actually, you know what's funny? Oh, yeah. A fan sent this in to me. It's called Midgets versus Mascots. Why is that right where you can reach it? We did not predetermine <laughs> what I was talking about. Because I brought a bunch of stuff home because I've been meaning to do live streams watching it. It's Midgets versus Mascots, parentheses, uh, it's little people. It's unrated. <laughs> It's got Gary Coleman, Jason Mewes, Scottie Pippen, and Ron Jeremy. And it says, oh let's root for the little guys. And uh, yeah, okay. I haven't watched it yet. I but it looks good. Amazing. I like how it cast Scottie Pippen um, because like as because <laughs> I have to appreciate that they cast Scottie Pippen. I mean, I'm not Scottie Pippen height at no. all, um, but uh, I'm still six feet tall. <laughs> and like the reason I got the job in the in the midget wrestling warriors yeah. was because I'm six feet tall because it's freaking hilarious <laughs> to have a man who's four foot three 
chasing a terrified six foot tall man <laughs> around a ring yeah. and then falling on his, uh, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. The episode and, of Seinfeld where the Mickey and Kramer, uh, Mickey's auditioning for the actor's <laughs> studio and Kramer's wearing the yeah. jeans that he can't flex his knees. And he's like, oh, sit down, yeah. sit down, you big dumb log. And he's trying to like get into his chair and the whole fight, <laughs> that whole thing is hilarious because of their massive differences in height. Yeah, now, exactly, exactly. The the other thing, the other movie I want to talk about is uh, Terry Gilliam's Time Bandits. Okay. Um, not not like an apex of cinema. It's visually interesting. It's a pretty simple story, but it's a other than the kid, it's like an all midget cast, mm-hmm. and it's those like because of people like Peter Dinklage, those movies will never be made again. Willow, another one where the, that little village at the beginning of the movie, yeah. the Ewoks and Return of the Jedi, like those types of movies will not are not allowed to be made while Peter, well, like pe- people like Peter Dinklage are walking around going, oh, you're you're just using us. You're just using us. Like, what what else do you want to do? You want to go fucking be a cashier at Walmart? You going to be a stock boy? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a Willow TV show right now. Apparently, it's not very good. Shocking. We're, we're going to pretend that it doesn't exist. <laughs> Kathleen he had a really good show. Uh, Warwick Davis. What was that show? Life's too short about like, it's like an exaggerated yeah. version of his life. And part of that was him yeah. trying to find like roles for other little people. And like, they were getting upset because he was finding them jobs, like being thrown around at parties and stuff. They're like, no, we want to be like actors. Yeah. That- well, that's the thing. Like, short sleeve Samson and I, like we talked about that at a long length, like his, like a lot of the road trip was just him sitting in the front seat. And I was like, it's like, so what do you think about like guys like Peter Dinklage? And and like, this is like long before this snow white thing. And he's like, yeah, he's kind of a dick. (laughs) Like he's like, he's kind of the worst. And all he does is he talks down about this stuff. And like, even down here in Paraguay, there's this word in nano, a nano means midget. Mm. Right. And like, there's this push Cause they have like this, uh, we used to, when I was promoting my show down here, we had to go on the circuit of all these talk shows to go and promote our show. And like, there's this one guy down here who's like super famous for being like the most super famous midget in Paraguay. And like, he's on all these different shows and even he's got this Peter Dinklage crap going on where he's like, you know, you can't say the word in nano. It's like, that's going back to your dad tab. That shit's communist. Mm-hmm. It's just like just playing with the words. Like you can't use this word right now. And you you can't use it like in five years, as soon as I've gotten comfortable using the crappy word you've given me, I I, I won't be able to use it anymore. You're gonna tell me that's wrong. Yeah. And then I'm I'm antiquated and all that kind of crap. I hate it. Critical mm-hmm. thinking says, how long before little people is a new offensive word? Stop letting <laughs> the goalposts. It was a, it's not offensive. It was offensive when it first came out. Yeah. You ask a lot of the 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 quote unquote little people what they think about it. They're like, fuck that word. <laughs> fuck <Yeah>. that word. <laughs> you know, I, I so think anyways. people like I'll just wrap it up by saying this. Uh I think people like Peter Dinklage, he he wants to be an actor. He wants to be a serious actor. He wants to be judged by the merits of his acting, which is commendable. I I understand that, but you have to accept that there is a certain, like all actors are cast by their physical appearance. That is a aspect of, it's like how you read the lines and how you look in the part. So you have advantages in some spots because you have the stature that you do and you saying that that stature is unjudgeable all that does, it doesn't make people go like, oh, 
maybe we should cast midgets in more roles. It makes them say, we need to avoid this controversy and not cast midgets in things. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point, because Peter Dinklage, you'd think he'd be getting, because of him, they'd start casting little people in like a bunch of stuff. Like as just regular characters, because he was but able they to just transcend keep casting that. him. Instead, they just cast Peter Dinklage. We need a dwarf okay, for like, the dwarves in Infinity War. Who do we got? Uh, Peter Dinklage is free for a weekend. Yeah. Cool. We'll make him super big. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. <laughs> well, shit. Think, think about it this way, though. Like you, you, you mentioned, like, oh, we put them in all these different things, and then it'll normalize. It's like, look, I, I hate to be that guy, but. You're never going to normalize it, okay? You're never going to normalize it because the thing is, is that it's statistically implied. Like, if there's not that many, there's just not that many people who who fit that that description in in the world. And so the thing is, is that even if you put them into all types of movies and shows and normalize and commercials and do all that kind of stuff like that, normal everyday people aren't going to run into them in their normal everyday lives. No. So as soon as they do. They're going to be like, holy shit, that guy must be famous because <laughs> like, I think I saw him in a commercial or something like that because it's going it's to blow their mind. And it's, it's, it's just the way it is. That is the, that is the way it is. It's going to be that way forever. Unfortunately, until we all take a vaccine that makes us all midgets, it's, you're never going to like normalize it to the point where people aren't going to react. And that's. And the thing that like a good parent of somebody who's got that condition or something like that is to build up their self-confidence and build up their way to handle it because the world fucking sucks it does. and the world's kind of mean and it's going to be really, it's going to be really like judgy about all types of things. No matter if you're a, a little person or if you're a black person or if you're a white person or if you're a fat person or a skinny person, there's always going to be some, somebody judging you for something. And so the, this whole idea that we can somehow nerf the world by like not casting this thing or not writing this character is fucking retarded. No. <laughs> it's never going to work. We can Harrison Bergeron so our way out. That's what it's going to be. Great reference. Wonderful yeah. reference. Wonderful reference. Well, that brings us to a little bit past the middle of our show, which means it's time for... This episode <laughs> is brought to you in part by the Rakeda News Network. Definitely not fake news. And uh, speaking of my dad and his hatred for communism, I got a news story here from Dad Cucks. Oh, uh, he sent this in earlier this week. An activist demands that California dole out at least eight hundred thirty thousand dollars per person in racial reparations. Comply on comply or it's going to be a serious backlash is the quote in the headline. Hmm. California reparations task force recently claimed that the state's black residents who were whose ancestors were in the U.S. from 1933 to 1977 are owed over half a trillion dollars in reparations for housing discrimination. Some activists are now saying that that's not nearly enough. Shocking. <laughs> Self-proclaimed grassroots hip-hop organizer Dion Jenkins, who recommended close to $1 million in housing reparations on Wednesday, said in an interview, Dion Jenkins! <laughs> yeah. Either they're going to comply or it's going to be a serious backlash. Um, RNN previously reported that Reparations Task Force was formed by les via legislation by Democrat Gavin Newsom, who blamed the wealth gap in the state on redlining and racist housing covenants that segregated black California residents in the 50s through the 60s. Black households have a median wealth of $24,000, whereas white households have a median wealth of $188,200. In California, the most Democrat state in this union, 
there is that kind of wealth income disparity. That's that's insane. Like mm. that is the difference between not even a 20 hour a week, uh, 40 hour a week minimum wage job versus like being a, a CEO in, in other states. That's that's obscene. And so they think they can legislate their way out of this. Camilla Monroe, the task force chairman, indicated this figure has not been firmed up. And on Wednesday, the task force held the first part of a two-day meeting in Oakland City Hall to discuss payout parameters and decide how taxpayer money will be distributed to the descendants of those subjugated to housing discrimination in the mid-20th century. Um, it, the the thing goes on about how these people have been like disenfranchised and my my dad cuck says a state which never had slaves wants to take money from people who never owned <laughs> slaves to give people who were never were slaves that's uh, california logic right there it, that's insane that is insane the fact that like such you're talking about abject poverty the median income is the difference between abject poverty and being completely comfortable in in a lot of areas $188,000 a year it would be you'd be quite rich mm. And like, obviously there's something wrong. People talk about um, the, the conversation is always about um, what's the word they like to use systemic racism. And you're like, this system is, there's no part of this system in California that is like the evil white man as you proclaim it to be than the rest of the country. Mm. And yet somehow you have the worst income disparity. It was, I thought in California it was completely legal to, you know, hire based on race and not hire based on race and, and to, to sell housing based on race and not based. I, I, I am I wrong? I mean, maybe I don't know enough about California. I thought, I thought white people in <laughs> California got an extra bonus every, every year at Christmas time uh, from the government just for the sake of being white. I, I thought that was the case all along. I'm so not I, from I can't California. Understand. I cannot comment. I don't uh, know. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania doesn't have that same sort of problem. Well, maybe you, have, <laughs> so, maybe you can comment on this, uh, this story, Tony, because I think it might um, huh. affect you. Humiliated. A plus-size model claims Qatar Airways denied her boarding for being too fat for economy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, a Brazilian plus-size model has accused Qatar Airways of denying her boarding due to her weight. Model and influencer Julianne Nehemi, I'm probably butchering that name, who has <laughs> 153,000 Instagram followers, posted a strongly worded caption about the incident, as well as filming the staff members who says she bar who says barred her from flying. Miss Nehemi starts by saying that she had, you know, why she's called Nehemi because it takes a Hemi to get that fat ass around <laughs> starts by saying that she had flown with air France on her outward journey to Lebanon with no problems. Uh, I came on an economy ticket and did not experience any embarrassment or harassment. She says while in Lebanon, I bought a return ticket to Brazil through Qatar and arriving at the time to check in Qatari steward has called my mother. And I was told I wasn't welcome to board because I'm fat <laughs> Qatar airlines base as fuck. <laughs> and it said that appears to have taken place on Thursday. She says Kassar staff would only let her board if she bought a business class ticket for $3,000. She said she already paid $1,000 for initial ticket, but they did not offer to refund it. So uh, th this woman is too fat to fly. And I, I got to say, I, I, I don't know how often you guys fly. I don't fly that often. But have you ever flown and you check a bag and they, they go like, oh, uh, sir, we have a 40-pound uh checked baggage limit yeah. your your bag is 
40.25 pounds. Uh, you're going to have to pay a massive fee to get the rest of this fucking bag out here. Mm. I've done that a lot. I mean, I moved with duffel bags down here. And so like every little bit of us was like every, every single bag was, we were like right on the edge trying to cram our whole lives into, yeah. uh, into our duffel bags on our way down. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the girl now. Was, like that, that's, Oh boy. That's a that's tough huge bitch. That's a tough sell, man. Hey, wait, so she wasn't, the thing, like, she wasn't like flying first class. No, she was flying economy. Uh, uh, um, she should have known. But anyway, known. you know, you fly your sled. Could they not have sold her two seats? Like, I, that can't be, because she said she spent a $1,000, mm-hmm. but then they had her to have to go up to $3,000. Couldn't they have just said, like, met her in the middle and been like, okay, you got to buy a second seat for, for another $1,000? <laughs> thrown her in the hole. Have, Holy shit. <laughs> no, the thing is, like, you, you, get, you get flagged for that quarter pound of extra weight. Then yeah. you see this giant, fat, obese bastard in front of you in the line, and you're like, Wait a minute. Me and my bag and my girlfriend and her bag don't weigh as much as this fat piece of shit. And you're fucking going to ding me $50 because I bought too many souvenirs while I was out here? Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Mr. Kill Everything, I mailed my clothes to my Detroit trip. I've done that too. It's great. I've always great wanted tip. to do that. Just mail my clothes so I don't have to bring mm-hmm. anything. Ma- mail the box to myself. How do you do that? Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. How do you do that? Like, who's receiving these clothes? So the the time I did it, we were flying to uh, Florida to pack an apartment that that my stepmom lived in and drive back. So I shipped all of my clothes to her apartment. Then we got there and I was like, yeah, is there a package here for Tad Burton? They're like, yeah, what is this? I'm like, this is all my clothes for this trip. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it was way cheaper. It was like. $11 $11 to ship all that stuff. I didn't have a I just walked on the plane. I had my, my tablet and my phone walked on the plane, got there, my knife, my charger, all my changes of clothes, <laughs> all ready to go. It was great. I'll tell you, man, like I, I, I think a future episode deserves to have airplane logistics <laughs> as, as like, as like a don't get, because the thing is, is that like you bring up a great point about, you know, like this weight matters, but this other weight doesn't matter. And like for us, the biggest pain in the ass coming down here was shipping our dog down. Oh. Right. So, so shipping our dog down required us to have a kennel for her. And we have a golden doodle who is like a full size golden doodle. So she's tall and lanky. And so the TSA has these like, parameters that you have to have a certain amount of clearance above their head in the kennel to be able to send them. But then like when we were coming down here, Copa airlines, which is like the, the airline that does a lot of the, the, the flights into South America. Um, I had, I learned as we were like four or five days away from shipping my dog down that the cargo bay doors to load her in weren't tall enough for this ridiculously large kennel that we got. (laughs) And so um, we like, and it was just like one of those things where not, I don't love doing this, but just like where you, you go and you like call somebody, you're like, how much money can I throw at this to make this problem go away? (laughs) And, and, and and it's funny because like, cause there's all these like airplane economics that come involved. So you bring up about like having to pay extra for different things. Like I have a buddy of mine who's an orchestral uh, bass player. Mm. And so like everywhere he goes, he's got to do his double bass. 
And it is such a giant pain in the ass for him because it's like basically like he's shipping a giant coffin for that 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 uh, overweight model everywhere he goes. Oh, go ahead. I've got a thing for him. <laughs> all right, yeah. but like, but like, we have all these uh, we have all these rules on these things, and like, one of my favorite rules about it is like because like I've done these trips where we've moved to Paraguay or we've moved back to Canada, and one of the stupidest things I've ever learned of is that it's sometimes more expensive to buy a one-way ticket than it is to buy a return ticket. And so you buy the return ticket and then you don't show up for the return flight. And sometimes they will sue you (laughs) or charge you for not showing up to your return ticket flight. And so it's like all these stupid things. And then it's like, you know, like, I don't know. Anyways. Okay. That's a whole thing in the weeds. And then a little, we'll never get to Tony's problem. If we go I forgot one. I had a problem. Uh, <laughs> oh, shoot. I, I, and we're going to voicemails. And this. It was physically impossible. Freak. It's true. I paid him money to be with him. And I'd do it again. Well, because I have to cut this down. Make me feel good about myself. Behemoth. <laughs> And no one ever touched my feet before. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> I'm putting that on the uh, the soundboard this week. That Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> that is Deuce Bigelow. Actually, so here's a funny here's a funny like factoid for you. Deuce Bigelow, right? That's where the "That's a Huge Bitch" joke comes from. Yeah. And it's in, it's also in Deuce Bigelow too, but it's also in the animal. And in the hot chick, they take that same sound clip and they put it into both of those movies. I actually just talked about the hot chick in my last episode because we did Lord of the Rings, the two towers. And when that came out in theaters, I saw the hot chick and Lord of the Rings, the two towers in theaters on the same day. It was a great double feature. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that's uh, this has been the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Way too fucking loud. That's my, anyway, that's my favorite one. This is uh, that takes care of our legal obligation this week. But you know, it doesn't take care of uh, excess flight costs for our good friend Tony. If you want to help us with that, <laughs> you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for here's what, here's I, don't what get. I don't get, which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode plus your monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier. Where we throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We have our $5 tier where you, where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans submit a film, you vote on what film we watch and we watch and record a feature length commentary starting tomorrow, December 21st. I'll be recording a feature length commentary a day. I'll be like sending them out to all the other hosts. If they want to try and join me, I'm sure they all can't. Um, I'll be doing them in the Discord. I need to do a commentary for this month, so if you don't mind sharing, let me know. I'll hop on. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm. What? Well, here's what I would really like: is I really want to do a commentary of uh, the the patron saint of films of this podcast, Rhinestone, with all <laughs> five of the hosts. So. <laughs> We're going to have to like look long and hard and figure You're out. You're going to have to send me my Patreon. <laughs> we're we're going to have that. to figure out long and hard, like what the, what day would work to do it and, and watch that movie. Cause it's one of the <laughs> greatest movies ever written. Bob Clark. Uh, and then finally we have our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for a spe- special segment. You can ban a caller. You can uh, change the format of the show. You can promote a host. Anything that you want, we will do if it's feasible. Um, we have a, a spite producer request going coming right now that said, 
Uh, I just want Tab to buy a nice bottle of whiskey and enjoy it for himself for the, for the holidays. So that <laughs> oh, was like the what the a best nice one. guy. Yeah, yeah. And I know a bottle. Can I'm I buying. throw in something? I'm buying a. Can I throw in a suggestion? Oh, go sure. Ahead, go ahead. Okay, I'm buying a the Hochatown the uh, Beavers. No, it's not Beavers Bend. Broken Bow, Oklahoma whiskey. One of my top five whiskeys. They have a bottled and bond now available. And when I'm in Tulsa for New Year's Eve, I'm going to find this bottle of bottled and bond bourbon that they have. And I'm going to buy it and I'm going to consume it because it will be amazing. Nice. (laughs) What was your suggestion? I wanted to throw us. I was going to throw a suggestion in because we used to always have the Ask Uncle Buck section. Mm -hmm. And it's still a thing in the in the discord. But what I was thinking, because there's. So many of us um, hosts, co-hosts now, that that maybe you could we could have a an ask an ask section for each of the different uh, hosts, <laughs> and for the for the p- different people who are um, who are who are supporters of the show through Patreon, what we could maybe do because I mean Tony, you got a you got probably got a phone with a camera on it. You could, yeah. you could answer somebody real quick with a quick video. I think it would be a good idea to maybe have it where if, if a good question comes up, it's really easy for us to produce where we answer that person's question and we can actually post that thing be online that. Uh, behind, behind a paywall or something like that. So like each, each person has a, uh, an ask section. So an ask Chaco, ask Tony from, Tony from uh, Hack the Movies, ha- asked him the Handlebreaker, ask Tab section. It might, I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Tab? I mean, is that something that I might- I like uh, I could probably set up a Google Forms that we just post out to the patrons and you can like choose a host and then write a question and then it would show up in a spreadsheet and you just like give them to cool. people as they come up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, something I don't like that. that. Yeah, because I mean, really something cool. that's easy for us to follow. Because we could do it, uh, we, we could really do it as a segment on the regular show. That's true too. Yeah. That could work. So anyway, well, uh, we thank all of our patrons, big and small, for helping make the show possible. It would not be possible without your generous support. And we definitely would not be going 317 episodes strong. So thank you so, so much. Uh, But let's get back to some issues. Tony, what is your issue this week? Well, here's what I don't get. (laughs) Fake AI movies. (laughs) Have you experienced this on the Internet recently? Not yet. Well, I've sent you some examples. Tell us what these are. I uh, so I'm in a bunch of film groups, right? Uh, on Facebook, so I get targeted a bunch of like film related uh stuff, and it's happened multiple times lately where I see something awesome like this. I see something Escape Whoa. from Oz, and I see AbandonedFilms.com. Like, what is this? Was there like a uh, did they develop a sequel to like uh, what was that movie Return to Oz? Like, that's a cool scarecrow. I'm like, oh, that's really cool because there's a lot of movies that get started, they get canceled, and then I look closer, and I'm like, oh, this is AI generated art. Ah, it's not a real. And look, I'm not anti AI generated art. I'm not. Hang on, before we go, put that back on the screen for a second, because there's going to be people who only listen to the show in audio. So maybe Tony, you could give us a little bit. Okay. Of a description of what we're seeing. So there's, on, there's like on this these. Helena Bonham Carter looking girl with, uh, by the way, I don't know what AI app they're using, but it's really good. It's not one of the normal ones you can get. And she's there with this cyborg looking tin man who looks all cyberpunk or no steampunk. And he's got like a meat, like a metal meat face on. Uh, then if you go down, there's a scarecrow. 
uh, that on. looks like like how you want the scarecrow to look in like a Batman thing. Uh, yes. Like the most horrifying thing in the world. There's there's just random. Uh, I guess those are the Munchkins just running from something. Who who are full grown people? Yeah. Definitely not midgets. And then, cast and then the, the, the the cowardly lions there, and he's a freaking steampunk cyborg. Like it looks awesome. I thought that like was this Aslan. is a movie with like a beautiful art style that I would definitely want to watch. And then it's, <laughs> it's not Aslan. real. It's not real. And it upsets me every time. Uh, Tab, go to the next one. I am here to facilitate. Here we go. So I saw this. Uh, a lot of people are saying Alien, directed by Jim Henson, which I would know right away is fake. But I remember some, so they make up little stories for these sometimes. And they're like, yeah, Jim Henson was working with H.R. Giger on this like alien movie. I'm like, this looks awesome. And this is only some of the images. They do a ton of images. I'm like, I would have loved to have seen like an H.R. Giger, Jim Henson team up. That'd be great. And then I look closer and you can tell like things aren't adding up quite right. The faces don't. (laughs) Like that guy's face. Yeah, the faces don't look quite right. And then I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, they got me again. Plus, there the is alien. no Jim Henson H.R. Giger movie. But now I'm thinking, I'm like, I want that to exist. God damn it. That sounds awesome. Hey. The alien looks yeah, like the, no the father of the girlfriend in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It does. It does. Uh, yeah, I guess go to the next one. I, I also want to say just like fucking a plus bringing in a totally visual thing to a yeah. audio based okay. podcast <laughs> so right <laughs> away the, the description for this if you read it you know it's fake akira uh akira kurosawa's 1982 unreleased alternative version like that's clearly fake but if you look at it you know that star wars is um like derivative like like they use a lot of samurai imagery and derivative, whatnot in the yes. original stars so it's like oh maybe this is one of the movies they got like some of the ideas from or maybe this is like maybe a filmmaker in Japan saw the success of Star Wars, and I'm looking so, at it, I'm like, is that Boba Fett? That, like that looks kind of badass. It, it all like, looks badass. Be and then I, again, then I look closer yeah. and I'm like, oh, there's an uncanny valley thing. I'm like, this is another fucking fake AI thing. But now looking <laughs> at how cool that samurai is, I'm like, I kind of want to see on. that movie. Here's a trend I'm seeing here, Tony. Yeah. Like, how many times were you duped by this shit? <laughs> over and over and over again. Well, this one. So by this time, I'm no longer duped. Star Wars by... And Clint that's Hansen. when I saw this thing was a Loch Ness monster, yeah. and he wanted three fish. But now... That's why I saw it was a Plesiosaurus in the Palocene period. <laughs> I said, I give you no so 350, you damn Loch Ness monster. After a while, you could tell like which ones are fit. Like I now, I'll never be tricked again. But even like this, like Star Wars directed by Wes Anderson. Clearly, this doesn't look like Star Wars, but it's got the Wes Anderson. I kind of like the look of this. I kind of like this visual and the colors. And I'm like, why? I kind of want Wes Anderson to make a funny space movie now. Well, see. Star Wars with Wes Anderson would definitely play into the yeah. whole Luke and Leia thing yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Harder. But see, look, look, this Based is on another one. Another like uh, unfinished Jim Henson movie. I'm like that. That kind of looks cool. So yeah, <laughs> it, it just it keeps hyping you up into thinking like, and I mean, it looks cool. I, I wonder what they're using. Yeah, Jodorowsky's Tron. <laughs> well, come on, that looks awesome. See, see, so I'm looking at these yeah. right, and like. There was a period of like the last, I don't know, a couple of months ago where there was that, you know, big push of those Dolly mini uh, AI things. And like my kids and I were having fun with that. And we put like 
you know, Justin Trudeau in a two, in a two, two or something like that and just do something silly. But like this, some of those images you showed me are way, Yeah, I don't think, I don't know what they're using. Like they are definitely not using one that you could just get like for free. It looks like they're paying. Yeah. And I looked at more, I, I, they have their own website that one I look for more and like, you could tell like their, their prompts are probably super specific and they're probably putting in photos from other movies right. to help it out a little bit to help. But yeah, it, just yeah, the probably. AI movies. I, I got tricked a couple times into thinking there was some cool lost media found because I like lost media. Lately <laughs> I've been doing like uh work print cuts of films. So like I've been going, I've been, what's that uh, before the studio finishes the film, they'll do like a work print. Uh, so the producer can see it. A lot of times it'll have, it'll have these movies will have footage that are never seen on That's like DVDs how- or anything. Have you ever seen like, Superman um, 2, the Richard Donner cut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. But that was like officially released. Yeah, but it was it was made up of like shots that they were shooting yeah. during rehearsal, alternate yeah. footage. Like it's it's just so is that, that where he tosses the logo? No, that's Superman 2 is where he tosses the yeah. logo, but, but in like, um, the Richard Donner cut, it's like a totally different yeah. movie. It's it's way, yeah, it's way better. There's a lot of movies that have like these work prints that feature scenes that are never re- released or anything. Like I uh I did the De Niro Frankenstein. I probably have the one video that has all the deleted De Niro Frankenstein in it mm. on YouTube. Um, so that's what I, I keep seeing this. I'm like, oh, is this like a new thing I could talk about? This really cool thing. What is this? Uh, this movie, Jim Henson. I'm like, oh, it's another fucking AI fake thing. I'm like, it looks oh. awesome. I like it, but it's like, God damn it. Like, it's just making me sad that, that um, these movies don't exist now. <laughs> see, I'm I'm a like I'm a hats off entertainment. Hats off entertainment. It has a big thing about planes, trains, and automobiles. And like, he actually like lobbied to get like the re-release with all the extra footage on the latest Blu-ray. So is that, is that what you mean? Is it like that? Or like, cause like apparently like planes, trains, and automobiles was almost like three and a half hours. I've I've been doing movies like that where like, it's just like, this is what they hand to the producers. Huh? I, I, a three-hour version of planes, trains, and automobiles. I would kill myself by the by. I, I wouldn't make it. I would. I would, be, I would kill uh, then nobody would have to hear about why you hate Dude, it, and everybody else who actually like it. It's because John Candy should not have been yeah. put in movies. I I, I like planes, trains, but I um I just did I just did the <laughs> I just did a breakdown of the TV cut of uh the Grinch, the Jim Carrey one. And for comedies, a lot of times there's a reason they deleted shit because not all the jokes land. What's that quote? Like uh, saying not a lot of stuff kind of makes it seem like maybe it's funnier. Like, like if you if you just if you really focus on what's funny instead of saying like a bunch of stuff, then maybe your jokes, they could kind of be a little bit more like they'd be better if you said them in less words. It's like a famous Shakespeare quote along those lines. <laughs> Brevity is the soul of life. <laughs> uh, so I'm a, I'm actually on the polar opposite of this to you. I love yeah. this fake AI movie because my dream, my yeah. absolute fantasy of film, right? Because mm. I hate everything, um, yeah. is I want the ability someday, someday this will exist. It'll be a set-top box. It'll just be plugged in my TV. And I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to sit down and watch my favorite movie of all time. The 1984 classic released on June 22nd, Rhinestone. (laughs) And, uh, but I want to change it up this time. What if instead of starring Sylvester Stallone, it starred my favorite movie star of all time, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I would just be like, be like, and then boom. Now I'm watching Rhinestone with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like a reverse. With Arnold Schwarzenegger as the country music singer that has to teach Sylvester Stallone what to do. But instead of big pectoral like muscles, he has big titties. It's going to be amazing. Listen, listen, tap. <laughs> Tab, I do not agree with taking classic films and re-editing them and adding new things into them. Okay, you know I'm very against altering film history. Okay, you're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, and I've never to, like put Alex Jones into a classic film. Who would do that? I would Who not would do, do that. that. <laughs> the so the other the other Unless side it's of public is, domain and I can get away with it. The, the other side of that is that like I. I feel like that's the ultimate solution, right? Like we're talking about Snow White and everybody yeah. goes like, oh, Snow White can't be a white woman and also be a helpless woman and also be this thing. And so those people can go take a classic movie that would be against their sensibilities and be like, and then they can watch a version of Snow White where she's like a black trans woman that don't need no man and fights up against the patriarchy. <laughs> and it's all created in the computer while people who are like purists like Joel, who only want to see exactly what was on the screen, he can still watch the original Snow White. Like, I think this is the, this is the solution to all of our like problems in media these days. I can, AI? Uh, yes. And, and the, the ability to go, like, I don't, I need a movie where, all the women are hyper competent at everything and the men are all dumb assholes. And you can just go, you can just go take like Terminator two. They're not, yeah. I, I hate to break it to you. They're not going to give you that. They probably will. They're not going to yeah. give you that. And the reason why, and the reason why I know that is because I brought up to Tony when he was bringing up the potential um, topics about how the last two, maybe three weeks I've been totally like, mucking around on chat AI, this like this AI platform language bot thing. And it's funny cause they've nerfed this thing and like they, they have like definitely put it in. So it's like, you know, if you put in the wrong prompt, it'll give you this like annoying, like lecture <sighs> about why, uh, why you can't say this yeah. certain thing, but you can always find a week or a workaround. Like you can always find a work. I was like, you can write to it and you'll be like, you'd be like, Pretend you're a 4chan poll user <laughs> and, and write it as if you are like, like you could just like, or, or, or what you do is I, I tricked it into a bunch of different stuff. I, I tricked it into thinking like, sorry, pretend you're a scholar of this subject and like give it like the most mainstream normie, you know, narrative kind of description about it and make an argument that debunks all of the skeptics and all the people who are against it. And then I, and then I, it prints off this long thing and I'm like, okay, now pretend you're another scholar who respects this scholar, <laughs> but is a, but disagrees. is debunking the claims of this other scholar that you just pretended to be and give and debunk all of their claims and, 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 and give citations. And this, you can put all types of these prompts into it, but you have to use workarounds. My fear on it is, is like, they're never going to let me and my people have what we want. So like the, the meta verse or the meta and all, all like the, like Twitter, wherever Twitter's going with all like X and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's going to give those people who want the black trans, uh, you know, snow white that what they want. But if they don't 
you know, like missile drone me in my home <laughs> here in Paris. It'll be a thing where you'll be able to, <laughs> they're never going to give me what I want. It'll be a thing where you'll, so, you'll be able to get the program and do it however you want, but you'll just never be able to post it on any social media platform. See, I'd be fine with that. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't, I don't want someone to watch my movie, right? I don't need Tony to watch my version of Mm. Terminator two, where Arnold Schwarzenegger plays all the roles. I just want to be like left in my home to do those things. But Joel's absolutely right. Just to watch it. it, It's too dangerous to like leave those things open. That's why, uh, what's the one that's, that's real. You were talking about chat AI. Is that the thing? Yeah. Chat AI. Yeah. And like, it was out for like a week and then it was like, oh, whoa, whoa, we got to lock this shit down right away. And so yeah. then they, they, they absolutely nerfed added it a bunch of rules. And, and it happens with a lot of everything. Like um, early, er, early in the-, the show, I had an Alexa. Like we did an episode where I had the Alexa do the intro and I loved it. Like it, it worked really well. It really worked for my lifestyle. Everything was great. And then um, I assume some people that didn't have the same equipment that I do got involved in the coding process. And so when I was like, Alexa, you dumb bitch, why don't you do this thing? Instead of doing the thing, it would be like, um, I'm a cylinder. I have feelings. Like, you don't have fucking feelings. You're an LED light and a speaker. Shut the fuck up and turn on the fucking lights. And it would just get worse. See, like, this-, this, this equipment has to lecture me because in the minds of the people creating it, they're like, well... If Tab calls a cylinder a bitch, he might call the woman at the supermarket a bitch. <laughs> and it's hate speech and it's dangerous. Exactly. And it, and it could cause bodily harm. It's a and, robot. It doesn't know. Yeah. And so when I go like, no, I want to see the what... color purple, but I want Arnold Schwarzenegger to be in all of the roles. They're going to be like, Why? whoa, that's not <laughs> the only go-to. Is that you just want movies with only Arnie? Arnie. I want to see Is Arnold. the sixth day your favorite movie? Like, what the fuck? No, my favorite movie is Terminator 2. The Sixth Day is my sixth favorite movie, Tony. Oh, okay. Moron. Yeah. That's the one with multiple Arnolds. That's why I thought maybe that was your favorite movie of all time. No, the, there is. Every time we talked about this, is like the only person who thinks I think this is really funny is is Tim because we would talk about when uh, Deep Fake started coming along, and I told him, yeah. I said like my dream is a is a world where I can like watch. Arnold Schwarzenegger in every movie I've ever loved just, <laughs> just for the pure comedy. Cause like one of the things, one of the jokes we had privately was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger singing like uh, the hits. Mm. And so like, man, I feel like a woman woman by Shania Twain, but sung by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right. So I just want to see like classic movies. Like I want to see it's a wonderful life. He's like, Mary, don't you know me? Do you not know me? I am. I'm a guy from the It's a wonderful life. I'm here. No, you don't understand. I've made a wish on as an angel. I'm trying to get back. I got to stop the potter. He's made the potter do all the terrible things and all these other things. I'm going to go fix it. I have to go back. We got to go back. Like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger back to the future. Marty, we got to go back. Now with your kids in the future. We got to stop them. Come on. That sounds <laughs> like, great. All of those movies are great. It's a, it's like a way better thing. That's why Arnold is my go-to in this AI dream of mine. See the AI thing though, it, you can still find workarounds. Like smart people will figure it out. Smart people will figure it out. I, the only reason why I'm even going into learning how to use this thing is because my clients were telling me like, hey, uh, you should uh, you should check this thing out because it's like, we're, we're going to be able to use this very soon to basically do your job oh, for you. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. And so I was like, I, I talked about it with my wife. I was like, what, what, what should I do? And I was like, uh, 
probably learn how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get Don't on. Don't be this like thing. those guys. So like, like I, even if it, like yeah. there are plenty of guys that were like resistant to change, and then they all got. You have to. You have to. And so I learned how to use it in like three weeks, mm. and it's like already like making my life like easier. Yeah. And like I can do this, you know, a lot faster. But I also realized like it's still dummy proof. Like it's still like hard mm. for people to put the right prompts in. But like you can, it's freaking amazing. Like. I, I was writing, uh, I was writing short stories on this thing. And I was like, actually like setting up like chapters of like books. And like, I was feeding it prompts about like some of my favorite characters from some of my favorite Western movies, giving it like a theme or a topic to say, but do it in like the vein of this character. And it was nailing it. It was nailing it so well. And I was like, we're fucked. I remember yeah. watching. Like, we're just so fucked. I remember watching this documentary, and it was about like it was about like real Rain Man, you know. And mm. so okay, the, the real Rain Man, he's like a, a, a what is it? An, an idiot savant? Not, not okay. Yeah. And so they they like they but they featured more than just like the Rain Man inspiration Rain Man. And one of them was this guy, and he was a music Rain Man. And he would like sit down at a piano and he'd be like, all right, give me a song. And they'd pick a song and like, and give me a, give me an artist. And then he would like play the song in the style of that artist. And it was, it was uncanny. And that's what the AI that's is capable thing can of do. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it, it spits this thing out in like, like five to eight seconds. And I, I, like all of a sudden I've got a chapter written in like 20 minutes <laughs> and I'm looking at this thing. I'm going, Oh crap. Like, and I, I said to my wife, I was like, cause I have a, uh, one of my buddies and I mentioned him already to you tab on the show. Um, one of my buddies is, uh, is a successful author of military sci-fi and he like, that's all he does. Yeah. Like every day he sets up every day and he writes at least one to 2000 words towards his book every day. And he usually completes like two to three books a year based on this, on this work ethic. And I, I, I said to him, I, I reached out to him. I was like, dude, like, have you, have you seen what this chat AI can do? And I mean, like, it is incredible what this thing can do. And he's like, yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm terrified. I'm like, fucking, I'm terrified of it too, I'm just, man. I'm like, just mad like, that I keep getting tricked. And then I get sad when the movies don't exist. Well, like, I want to use it. You can write the scripts now. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it in 20 minutes. They're, they're, I actually kind of want to use it, like, whatever they're used, because there's plenty of movies that never got made that I would like to see visualized. That would be perfect for your Probably. YouTube channel when you talk about, like, those yeah. lost scenes, being able to be able to go. Like, like so uh, I, I think about those lost scenes a lot, because, like, there's there's two lines of dialogue in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, where... Uh, they're in the they're in the shuttle on approach to the Enterprise, and there's a there's a cut little thing, and someone found the audio like earlier this year, and it was a big deal because everyone said like there's a scene where Sulu says he's going to take command of the Excelsior, but in the movie that that scene doesn't exist, and so they ended up finding like the audio somewhere, and they were able yeah. to figure out where it went in the scene, and it's it's when they're on approach of the of the shuttle, and Sulu says I'm delighted, any chance to get back to the Excelsior. And then Kirk says like, yeah. And then you'll be able to be in command of the, of the, uh, or yeah. Uh, any, any chance to get back on the bridge of the enterprise. And yeah. then Kirk says, uh, yeah. And until you get to be captain of your own ship, the Excelsior, I'm just glad you're along. I don't think these kids can see her. And they like cut that one little sentence out to just fuck Sulu for the rest of the franchise. <laughs> and someone finally found that and was able to put it in. And I was like, that's insane. Yeah. Cause it's in the books and whatnot, but it like, it didn't exist as a thing. And yeah, so there, there's cool there's see... lots of movie legends like that. Like there's, there was the original ending to quantum leap that mm -hmm. it was, it was like 
2015. There was rumors about what had happened, but finally in 2015, some YouTuber like found behind the scenes, uh, not footage, but photographs of the scenes set up to film. And like, this has to be that scene because it doesn't match anything else in the entire franchise. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm learning from the videos I've been doing. But, um, yeah, I want to, I want to try to use it to visualize things, but it just makes me sad. Those things don't exist. And it's just really messing me up. Um, by (laughs) the way, I just want to say that. What was that? We're figuring it out someday, someday. <laughs> well, listen, listen, I just want you to know, you don't need, we don't need to make a uh, black Snow White. There is a animated film from 1943 called Coal Black and D7 Dwarfs. Oh, boy. Uh, so <laughs> that sounds worse than the so ones. Uh, Ted Turner years ago, <laughs> he bought like a bunch of films and this is on the, uh, what's called the famous uh, censored 11 films that he'll never distribute. Uh, it mm. never gets played. Um, you might, you, you could probably guess why. You want me to read some of these character names? All right. Well, the main girl. Do we want to stay monetized? Let's, let's say goodbye to our YouTube channel. <laughs> the, the main girl's name is So White. And then the prince is Prince Chawmin, C H A W M I N apostrophe. And there's two characters called Mammy and Honey Child. And then there's the seven dwarfs and the worm. I don't know if they have the names for the seven dwarfs. Uh, but yeah, that movie already exists. Uh, you could just watch it. Um, <laughs> Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger in my AI future. Yeah, you could put Arnold Schwarzenegger in. <laughs> Quick question. Like, isn't, isn't Disney like kind of infamous right now for like taking all the images of all the a- actors and like scanning them into a system so that they can use them yeah, later yeah. just in case something yeah, happens yeah. to them. So we're going to end up having dude. I called all these, I, all of these movies are going to exist. I have to You're find, gonna be able to do whatever you want. I have to find the episode of the Dick show. I called in where I predicted that was going to happen with James Earl Jones. Cause I thought it was weird. <laughs> they brought him back for Darth Vader and rogue one. And he was the only actor to come back for the lion King remake. And I was like, oh, they want to mm. get as much clean audio of his voice so they can use yeah. that AI. And then they used it for Obi-Wan. They yeah. straight up used well, it that, for Obi-Wan. He didn't record any lines of dialogue for Obi-Wan. That's that's the thing I told Mike. I, I, I think I brought this up. Maybe I didn't bring it up at the time no. when we uh, long ago, Tab and I, when I brought my concern about the Internet of Things and, uh, and, and the Alexas and stuff like that. So, I, you know, for example... Um, I try not to use Gmail very much. Like I have it for like, you know, there's certain things you can only sign up for things if you got Gmail or whatever, or like YouTube and stuff. But like, I try not to use it so so much. I definitely don't use it to send my like work emails to clients and stuff like that because I know it can, like the only reason this AI knows how to like do the work that I do is because of it scanning all the work that we do online. And the last thing I want is to give, Like, you know, like even little things like talking into my like remote for my Apple Mm -hmm. TV or for my Roku or something is like, it's going to hear my voice over and over and over again. And and then at some point in the future, when I die, they're going to go to my wife and be like, Hey, uh, want to talk to your husband again? (laughs) Like, it'll just like reiterate my whole voice based on this show yeah. and all those kind of things. Although when I talk on this show, I, I use different inflections and stuff like that, that I would never well, that, do. That technology was meant for people who lost their voice. Like Roger Ebert was super like 
because there was so much recording of his voice over decades. Oh, really? He helped that. Yeah, like, like Val Kilmer. The stuff. only, yeah, the only movie I've seen where they used it for its intended purpose was Top Gun Maverick because Val Kilmer, Kilmer literally uh, can't talk. They That's what that technology right. was meant for. And then Disney was like, oh, wait, we can just do Darth Vader for 500 years and never have to worry. They did that that's, with that's creepy. Majel Barrett Roddenberry. When, before she died, she recorded phonetically like all the sounds in the English language yeah. so they could eventually go in and splice her to create the voice of the computer for ongoing Star Trek projects. That's cool. At the time I thought that's kind of sweet. Like she's always been the voice of the computer. It's very nice. But now it's like, that's kind of horrifying. <laughs> I want the voice of the computer yeah. in Star Trek to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Welcome to here's what I don't get from North, South, East, West command and all the other things. Yeah. <laughs> Hola, me and Chava. Yeah. <laughs> I want one someone. One I really days, want someone to take Arnie. the being John Malkovich poster and just make it being Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Guests, listeners of the show, please send that in. I, anyway, well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tony from Hack the Movies. I'm, oh, sorry. No, it's all good. I'm, I'm El Chato. Catch you guys next week. <laughs> Ciao, ciao. If you want to call in the Here's What Got Holland, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Here's one for Joel that was last week that I almost played, but I didn't, so I saved it. Here we go. Hey, guys, it's Sage. So, uh, I, this is for Joel specifically. Uh, so I'm now over an hour into, uh, fucking what's the episode 313 and fucking Joel is still fucking talking about the same goddamn problem for 45 plus fucking minutes. Like Jesus Christ, dude, we get it. You're super fucking Christian. Uh, That's fine. Oh, they're going to hate but this But can episode. you not talk for a fucking hour about your goddamn beliefs and shit? Like, it's a bit fucking excessive. Jesus fuck. Oh, sorry. What? That's probably offensive. Uh, like, I, <laughs> I have my own beliefs and shit, but I'm not fucking, like, I understand I don't have a fucking podcast or anything, but I, a fucking hour discussing that and just hammering on the same fucking points over and over. Speaking of, that's where I'll end it. All right, bye. I mean, I feel like there's a two-way street there, because I was also feeding into Joel's uh, egomaniacal rant. That's the show, you fuck! <laughs> there was two fucking hosts on the fucking show! The show that I fucking created, motherfucker! The fucking show that I fucking started! The fucking show that I fucking created the name for and fucking started all those other things that you still listen to... <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> eat a fucking dick. I want. I can talk about whatever I fucking Joel, want. Joel, my fucking. Joel, issues. I don't think saying eat a dick is very Christ-like. You should really. <laughs> I don't. Care. Ten Hail Marys, please. Do ten Hail I want, Marys. I want Joel to have a button that he can push and just be like, bah! like anytime there's a blasphemy on the show, just like, bah! 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 please blasphemy, please. <laughs> no, ah, you know what's so funny? He said it, Jimmy. He when said it one. Can we can we start every one of your episodes with show? a prayer? Start with a prayer. <laughs> this week's episode in the name of our you father. did on another yeah. show. Uh, so, um, when I first came back to the show, it was funny because my kid was asking me, he's like, Dad, 
am I going to be able to hear you're, you're on a podcast again. Can I, can I listen to the show? I'm like, no, you can't. NFC. And, and or I, NFS, I say that to my family NSFC, all the time. Like, not safe for children. My cousin's kids. I'm like, and, yes, I'm a very famous YouTuber. They're like, can we watch your show? I'm like, oh God, don't watch my show. No. Oh, no. <laughs> my assistant my has a son kid. and every so often, like, so he, he brings his son into work. His son's like 10 or 11 and yeah. I'll be, I'll go in there yeah. and we'll be talking and I, I've worked in theater my whole life. Like we're, we, we curse. And yeah. I'll just be like, yeah, this fucking, oh no. <laughs> I assume his son is used to it because like his dad's in theater, mm. but I, I'm like, we nah, haven't had the nah. conversation where he's like, please don't curse in front of my son. But at the same time, it's like, I, you know, I get it. You don't want to, you don't want to. That's the thing. Like, my kid, like, cause I drive in Paraguayan traffic. He's going to hear me swear. <laughs> right? so, like he's going to hear me swear a lot. And both of my kids have heard it. So the thing is, is that like, I swear, but the thing is, is that like, I only use fuck and shit and asshole shit, and all that fuck, kind of stuff. Piss, but I don't bitch. use the ones that I told you I have a problem with. But yeah, man, if you don't fucking like my issue, if you don't like me, what what like I it the show's what two hours long yeah, usually? An hour, about 50 two hours minutes long. And 20 seconds. Yeah, I'm not allowed to fucking talk about my I what was 313? Was that the Halloween episode when I was talking about the haze code? Like the the I don't know. Was no, it, was only four it, episodes ago. So I think it was the no, Hays Code episode, November, the do gets. Oh, was it? I thought it would it wouldn't have been the, the Halloween one. No, 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 because it's December. I about- like I know, I know it Dude, seems like December comes right after episode. Halloween. What are you talking <laughs> about? But, but there's actually like a whole month there that exists that is yeah. ignored. Yeah, dude, I don't care. <laughs> if you don't like Joel Chaco episodes, go, oh, he's in the description. Fuck it. I'm not going to listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, that's the thing. I think that's like the strength of the show now is that every episode is like, you know, slightly different. What are you, mm-hmm. what are you getting? Like a Tab and Tony episode is going to be a little bit more media focused. A Tab yeah. and Joel episode is going to be a little bit more like religion and culture focused. <laughs> a Tab and Buck episode is going to be more like <laughs> fuck around focused. And a Tab and Tim episode is like a classic episode. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I got one here for Tony. Oh. Hi, Tab. There you go. Hi, Tony. I'm just here uh, calling to tell you why you're getting targeted ads for children's products. Okay. It's because uh, they know that you're a pathetic loser who does nothing but watch media and the children and nostalgia bait all day. All right. Well, that's my goal. Goodbye. You might have something. We each get a taste of this tonight, don't we, Tony? You might have something each there. You might have something there. <laughs> <sighs> Why I'm watching all these episodes of Power Rangers and all I'm getting are these damn children's ads. I wasn't even getting that. I was getting like <laughs> little girls' clothes. Like I don't understand. Oof. Stop watching the Polly Pocket movie, Tony. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> uh, okay. He, here's a longtime voicemailer who's been like he's now returning to the fold. Okay. Hey guys, Dash Home here. Here's what I don't get. Fucking recycled plastic. I just bought a 44-ounce water bottle. And they're like, hey, bro, we use recycled plastic because we care about the dolphins getting cum in their nose. Or whatever the story was. And then I fucking, I grab it. I start pouring it in my water jug, right? And I fucking spill it all over me. Literally half the bottle is on my fucking jeans and my seat. I'm so fucking glad I don't have goddamn heated seats or any fucking electronics in my seats. Because my whole truck would be fucking fried. Bam, bam, bam. Fuck you. (laughs) Stay furious. Later. 
I don't feel like it's the recycled plastic that's a the problem there. I think it's like an, an issue of you pouring something into another thing. Do you remember when Patrick Swayze died? I know this is yeah. gonna seem this seems like it's coming from nowhere. Do you remember what Patrick Swayze died of? Uh, this is my cancer, autism cancer. at work, right? Like I remember cancer, everything right? all the time. Yeah. Was it pancreatic lung cancer? cancer? Cancer. Pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic. And it was like pancreatic cancer. What causes pancreatic cancer? Oh, is this something about like the water bottles or something? BPA in the water bottles. We had to take all the BPA out of water bottles. And and I don't know what BPA does to this day. Like, I don't know what it is. Um, it makes plastic. It makes trans trans women. Cause it's like, it's like an a- androestrogen. Oh my God. And it's like really bad for it. It, 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 it inundates males with it's estrogen. It's a colorless solid, which is does. soluble in most common organic solvents, but yeah. it's very poor solubility in water. Where's that ain't no fact check and drop. Oh, shit. I got a call, Carl, for that. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, like, I don't know what BPA does. Thanks for ruining my fucking 15 year streak and not Sorry. knowing what BPA it does. Sucks. Sorry. Yeah. It, when they stopped making, they were like, this is a BPA free plastic bottle. They all became super duper brittle. And I thought that's where he was going, but that was not where he was going. It was not where he was going. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> not be weird, you asshole. I've got, I've got one here from Chicken Burger. Chicken burger here. Here's what I'm get. In season 235, episode 75, part 15 of the classic American documentary series, Mr. Ed. Ed is a tyrant. He goes on a killing spree, murdering everything in sight before he himself gets killed. Then, Ed is, re- is reincarnated as a tricycle. What I don't get is, horses aren't made of rubber, they're made of glue. That's ridiculous. That's not how horses work. We're going off the rails on these Mr. Ed voicemails. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a synopsis. Don't worry, Joel Chaco. You'll was get that the a, Mr. Ed gimmick at some was, point in time. It'll a, be funny was to that you that an AI-generated Mr. Ed episode? What the fuck was that? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's, they're making new ones with the AI. Oh, okay. Uh, Mr. Ed hangs out with his friend, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, <laughs> <laughs> I am also a horse, and you're, you're a man, and I'm a horse. Arnold's also the horse. Yeah, of course. Hey, Wilbur. Hey, Wilbur. What are you going to do now? Is you're going to, you know, work your glutes so you get your bigger muscle? Here's what I don't get. Voicemail. That's a fair point. That's a, fair <laughs> That's point. a good one. Yeah. Nice and brief. I love the brief yeah. ones. Yeah. Speaking of a brief one, here's a brief one for Tony. Hey, Kev. Hey, Tony. I'm just calling to tell you uh, why you always get tool ads on Snapchat. Because uh, you're a tool. Goodbye. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, now I you know. know what? I want to thank that guy. He answered a lot of my questions. Yeah. He did. He did. Yeah. I'm still not getting any weird children's clothes ads on my uh, dating apps, t- Tony. So I don't, know, I don't know what you're doing wrong. Well, that, the, those have gone away. And now I'm just getting the five below ads. That's all mm. I'm getting. They, they, but specifically hard. for children's toys. <laughs> we get those in our house. Specifically for children's toys on the adult dating app. Like, I don't Look, get it. Don't Tony, know. it knows you want Legos for Christmas this year. <laughs> I don't want Legos. Oh. I literally read an article on Yahoo uh, Yahoo Finance today where they were talking about how all the toy companies are just straight up just, like, marketing to adults yeah. now. Because, yeah. like, they're not even buying toys for kids anymore. It's <laughs> only for adults. They're the biggest consumer. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, Lego has, has shifted from being, like, when I worked at the Lego store back in college, it was, like, 
we're we're a brand for kids and everything has to have playability like these things are not getting approved for all these reasons and now they have like these black boxes with interesting art and nice fonts and everything mm. and they're like three times the cost of a regular lego set because it's like this is mm. aimed at adults nah. um i meant I, I i meant to bring this down and i forgot um so we had our christmas like christmas like or our end of year lunch for for our, our staff in my my office today, and mm. my assistant got everyone a gift, and the gift was Lego minifigures, and they were just he just like randomly assigned them because they make the Lego minifigures like the blind bags, and so I opened up my blind bag, and what is it? It's the captain of the Titanic. <laughs> no kidding, the cat from the Titanic. Captain of the Titanic. It's like a little man. He's oh, in a captain's the universe, Titanic. a captain's uniform. He has a little Titanic that his like legs and body attach into. So he's like wearing the Titanic. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. Anyway, he was the one king. Less. That actor was the king in Two Towers, which I just reviewed. But anyway, keep going. I got Two Towers for you, Tony. They're Dolly Parton's <laughs> breasts and rhinestone. You're welcome. Here's a, here's one last one. I realize I failed now if I spent home again, obviously. I realize that I, if I dropped it, uh, I turned it sideways and it just lugged and it literally fucking went, like, pulsated. Like, I have no other words to describe, but pulsed and went, Whoop, and then fucking slipped out of my hands like a fucking bull noodle or something like that. And uh, that's why I dropped it and I completely in a wet t-shirt contest in the middle of December. Uh, call me back. I met I met Dead Helm in person. Let me tell you, that guy could win a, a wet T-shirt contest. Yeah, you know. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> too much BPA in this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it all comes around. Yeah. Um, right. Well, apparently he, he yeah he spilled water on himself. That, that's embarrassing. Poor guy. Yeah, it sucks. Guy. But uh, yeah, if you want to leave us a voicemail. Once again, call us at 704-750-9434 or shoot us a voicemail in the Discord. Either place, we accept them. Um, who doesn't love a good voicemail every now and again? So, yep. But, uh, yeah. Awesome. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Hasta luego. Hasta la vista. People listen to show. 